everybody. Welcome to Directly to You. It's our podcast, the freaking 98th episode of our podcast. 99th. I did it. <laughs> I messed it up. Brent. Brent. Just talked about this. I know. It always happens You're like, to me. at least it doesn't have an eight in it, so I'm not going to get confused. Right. And that put eight in and my it, mind. It yeah. messed me up, man. It messed it, me up. Uh, it's anyway, 99, the number without eight in it. The part that I never get wrong is I'm AJ and I'm That's joined true. by Parker. That's very true. Hi. Hello. How are you? Hello. Doing, doing great. Um, but apart from that, you know, I mentioned that it's our podcast we're fanatics for, and mm-hmm. we have a channel that needs to be upkept because time isn't free, turns out. Um, you can help support that by going to youtube.com slash fanatics4 or twitch.tv slash fanatics4 and paying $4.99. What may you get for that? You may ask yourself and me and Parker. You get exclusive emotes. (laughs) You get loyalty badges. You get free switch keys from time to time. You get access to our support. There's only Discord where the the freaking perks are just stacking up, man. They're just increasing and increasing. We do weekly chats and we play games and stuff. I was playing Smash Brothers. We're going to get to that in the Q&A segment. Um, yeah, man. Also, you could just join our Discord and hang out for free. Also linked in the description. But other than that, we can get to the show and mm-hmm. talk about the video games that we're playing. Good old Vidge games. Uh, I'm I'm just gonna skip straight ahead. I'm I'm still going strong on Divinity Original Sin. It's great. Uh, tonight though, I'm hanging out. I know it's. You've, I'm sure you've noticed. I know. Yeah, because like, <laughs> like, yeah, Parker's playing Divinity. It's the same thing. I, now it's the Smash uh-huh. Brothers thing. Because yeah. literally, whenever and I see it, because Bob, every time mm-hmm. Bob streaming and I turn on Smash Brothers, he's like, "Hey, he's playing Smash Brothers." <laughs> <laughs> but he always calls it out. Yeah, uh, and that's that's what I'm noticing happens with you when you play the video original sin if i'm on mm-hmm. even if i'm not playing it like i'll turn it on to like check on like a e-shop price or something yeah makes sense and i'm like oh, parker's playing the video <laughs> <Sin."> it's um, it's funny i was telling mitch and then i think i said the same thing like duncan or something in the discord but like i keep telling myself i don't have to 100 percent it and then i keep playing as if i'm trying to 100 it <laughs> like yeah i'm i'm at the point where i could i i'm pretty sure start on the final section or whatever but i'm like oh but these other things like what were those things i don't know i didn't fight them because they were too strong back then i'm gonna go and try to fight them now and then i did and then things and yeah so but no i'm playing that and then um tonight i'm gonna be hanging out with mitch and my friend nate and we're gonna play some games i don't know what probably some smash um the, maybe some killer queen black because i got that for christmas and have played very 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 little bit of it so yeah should be a fun time i played that once in my life and mm-hmm. it was in packs nice it came out yeah i don't remember anything i think it's one of those games i i like there's some games where it you have to be a little bit competitive for it to be fun mm-hmm. um and that's probably one of them. So like the only other time that I played it, Mitch and I played and it was just the two of us. And it was like, it's kind of like overcooked in that sense. I mean, it's a very different game style, but like if you're playing overcooked and you're like, Oh yeah, just do that thing over there. Okay. Oh, you missed it. Ah, no big deal. There's like, it's kind of yeah. not fun. And then there, and then <laughs> there's people like me. That's like, no, we got to get three stars. We're doing it again. <laughs> yeah. And like, that's 
part of the fun somehow. Like, I don't know why toxicity is rewarded in there, but it's like, I mean, it's not quite toxic. toxic. That's not it's, toxic. No, it's not toxic. But like, you it know, it can be co- toxic. It can very well <laughs> easily become toxic. Yeah. You're so getting a divorce over <laughs> spouse not being good at overcook. It can, it can go there. That's true. So I'm, I'm curious how that'll go. Yeah. Again, cause when Mitch and I played uh killer queen black, it was like, I was like, Oh, guess we lost what? again what? against the computers, but we'll see how this one. Goes. I forgot to do the gallery review and now we're here. Hello. Hey, you know, I at the same time. <laughs> I thought of asking you at the beginning. I was like, he's probably got it this time. Nah, man. My, my, my brain's all over the place right now. I'm <laughs> stressing out. I got to wake up at freaking like seven o'clock tomorrow. It's not going to be great. No. Not going to be great. But you can get um, some pizza or whatever people get in New York. Or whatever people get in New York. Oh, yeah, I'm going to New York, BT dubs. I'm currently, if you're listening to this when it goes up, I'm currently in New York. Oh, currently. Time travel. But that's it for me. What about you? I'm just playing Smash. Cool. I'm trying to think if I played literally anything else this week. And I didn't even necessarily play Smash a whole lot. Mm-hmm. Um, it was just once Byleth came out. Yeah, I didn't even play uh, like last week. I realized how fast that went by with the whole Kakarot <laughs> thing. But like oh, last yeah, week, I was wow. freaking playing that, and I got all the way to the end, and I was just like, "Yeah, I think I'm done with this game." <laughs> like I just, I, I think I'm done. Uh, and that kind of happened with. I mean, even though like I finished Breath of the Wild, but that's how I felt about mm. I ended Breath of the Wild, where it's like I feel like I did everything that's interesting to me in this game. So I'm just done. It wasn't like a definitive, like, like, okay, I'm going to work up into this point and I'm finished. Right. It was, I'm playing, I'm playing, I'm playing. This isn't fun anymore. I'm done. That <laughs> was, that's kind of what's happening with uh, Kakarot. But when I, I was a kid, that was sort of like the way that I approached a lot of things too. Um, so really you're being childish. No, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, no, I mean, in a weird way, yes and no. Right. I mean, it's time sensitive, which is adulting, you know? Exactly. Because partially it's like, is this a good use of my time? (laughs) That's so I remember, yeah, I might've told this on the podcast before, but I don't think so. And I don't remember when I played super Mario world, well, super Mario advance, whatever, uh, super Mario on the game boy advance. I played it like nonstop a lot and then got to Bowser's castle fought Bowser one time I lost. And I was like, I mean, I've seen everything. I'm Mario good. just loses in this universe. <laughs> and so, lost. And like, I had no qualms with just giving up on Bowser because I was like, I've seen everything there is to see. I got the <laughs> idea. We're good. Like, I just, I don't want to have to go bother to do like a specific boss fight or whatever. Like, you know, we get it. We're good. <laughs> we know. <laughs> the princess probably gives him a cake or a kiss on the nose or something. We get it. It's yeah, I might as well. So. Yeah, so you're not going to finish Kakarot. Fun times. I, I mean, I kind of want to, but like, I kind of don't. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> like, no, the I act of playing it is kind of what I don't want to do. But <laughs> I, I want to be able to be like, I finished it. You know, it, it, yeah. just so I can say that I finished something on PlayStation this year, <laughs> specifically. I mean, you've got like 12 more months. That's so true. That's you got gobs true. of time. Maybe yeah. you'll finish, I don't know, you could pick up like a tiny little indie game and be like, finish that. Nah, because then there's no reason to play that. Like, yeah. if I'm going to play, like, like, what indie game that's worth my time is yeah. on PlayStation that's not on Switch? So, like, exactly. For the audio listeners, I shrugged very yes, hard. Yes, he did. A, a strong shrug. It is funny, though. Like, so we'll uh, move out of the what we're playing section. But it, 
as I'm thinking about it, like usually on podcasts or whatever, the purpose of the, what we're playing thing is like to get to share, like, so that everybody who's listening can get to find out about these games that they're missing out on. But like, yeah, for us, it's like the same ones. For us, it's a mixture of like that when it's a new game. Yeah, but also you know, like get to know catching up. Yeah, like let us know what you're playing, even if it's the same game you play every day, all day. Yep. And there you go. Um, but yeah, we got we got a bunch of new stuff this week. Surprising. I feel like everything kind of hit all at once. Technically. I don't think that's in here because I kind of talked about. Well, we'll talk about it more later. Never mind. I was going yeah, to talk actually, about I didn't Violet, put... but we'll wait. We'll wait until Q and A because there's a question about okay, Violet cool. in here. Sounds and good. I already talked about Violet. <laughs> I won't a lot, but yeah. I'll do it. Yeah, I didn't put a news article because it feels like so long ago now. I guess. Yeah, it but, does. Um, but whatever. We'll get to it when we get to it. But yeah, the first kind of main thing is uh, not. Nintendo. Yeah. What is my problem? I think I was thinking financial results. So I started Nintendo had their Q3 uh, financial results, which is Q4 of the calendar year, but Q3 fiscally. Um, so we learned a bunch of things. Let me open up these. Oh, I could probably share my screen if we want. Yep. Let's do that. Let me open them all up and then we'll get it going. Um, while I open this up, what were, what were your thoughts on all of this? Uh, well, I'd rather go through it like bit by bit to tell specific thoughts. Cause like just generally, I mean, they continue to kill it. I'm yeah. not surprised. Some people are, uh, surprisingly that they're like, Oh, they already sold outsold Xbox one. Yes. Um, <laughs> Oh, they're going to freaking, Oh, they're definitely going to hit a hundred million now. Yes. <laughs> so, like, yeah. uh-huh. Right. Mm-hmm. Can you see my screen? Yes. Did I do it? Cool. And so can the people and also us. <sighs> Good job, people and us. Um, sure. Yeah, no, I'm. It's especially this last holiday. Like, I'm. I made a video about it that ahead of the holiday, which was, is this going to be their best holiday ever or yet mm-hmm. or in a while or whatever? And it's it's strong. It's like so, and I posted something yeah. on Twitter. It was their, um, I think their second best selling um, hard or home console holiday ever. Mm-hmm. So, because the we had. In 2008, the Wii sold like 11.31 million. And then um, in 2009, it sold 10.41 million. And then the Switch sold um, 10.81 million this past quarter. Which, that said, it's, it's funny because like we all, I feel like people want to give the caveat of like, oh, but it's a hybrid system, so it's a home console and a handheld which is true, but also like we don't, and you know, the fact that it has the switch light as well, but like we don't discount the PS4 plus the PS4 pro or the DS plus the DS. Also like just as much, just as much as that's an advantage, it's a disadvantage because Mm. most, well, not a lot of people look at the switch and to them. It's one or the other. Right. So mm-hmm. yeah. the hard sell to go to your parent and say, Hey, I want the new game boy is $300, <laughs> you yeah. know, <laughs> or on the other end, Hey, I want this new console. It's not nearly as po- uh, powerful as the consoles that came out, what six years ago, but Hey, it still costs more, <laughs> yep. you know? So like if you, if you, if your logic is, is that one dimensional, it kind of falls apart if you look at it as one or the other thing. Yeah. But yeah, so we got, so again, they sold 10.81 million switches, which is a heck of a lot. Um, and then going into some games here, 
here's uh, where the top 10 games are right now. We got Mario Kart 8 Deluxe. All right. So this right here, this is, this is, this is, this is bonkers, dude. Yep. <laughs> this is Mario Kart 8 Deluxe is the best selling game of the generation. It's a port. Best selling. Best selling console exclusive like on one platform okay yeah yeah yeah. like not even just i was gonna say gta or whatever yeah but that's across all that's like that's that's accumulated i mean as far as like on one platform because saying console exclusive exclusive isn't accurate either because right it's more than that you know yeah um so on one console specifically it's the most Mm -hmm. that is done you know uh for anything and it's a port (laughs) <laughs> and everybody's argument is that it's like, oh, ports are ports, so they shouldn't cost sixty dollars because mm-hmm. they're ports. And then Nintendo's like, yeah, but we sold twenty two million of this. Why would we not charge sixty dollars? So obviously, when it's people aren't that mad. It's yeah. not a deterrent. Yeah, and that's literally the only reason why price changes happen. It's because it's a deterrent. It's not because Sony's like, you know what? We want to throw them a bone. They're like, oh, okay, this is $60 and it's not selling as well as we want it to. So Mm -hmm. we're going to drop the price. They're not, I promise you, they're not trying to be your friend. I promise you (laughs) when they do a sale, it's not because they're, you know, they're, they're, uh, being the good guy. It's because Mm -hmm. they want you to buy the game faster than you're buying it. (laughs) Uh, and Nintendo's like, "Eh." you know, we, we sell, we sell. And when we sell it, we get the full profit. Yep, and it works for them to the tune of almost twenty three million, uh, like passive sales of this game that they developed mm-hmm. six years ago. Yeah, man, and so specifically too within. Well, this isn't just within the last quarter, but this is within the last financial year. Um, so since March, no, since April of twenty nineteen, Mario Kart Eight Deluxe sold uh, six. 0.27 million that is insane dude yeah i mean a lot of that too like bundles obviously is a big part of it um but i mean it's just the default game that anybody's probably gonna get right but you know? even that right like if somebody's buying a console for a game i know yeah. i know a lot of people like discount bundles in that mm-hmm. way where it's like oh it doesn't count because it counts bundles it's like mm-hmm. yeah but a lot of times when people buy those bundles like we sports that's mm-hmm. literally the only game they bought so <laughs> yeah. they didn't buy like oh you know they got a game for free no they spent 250 dollars for one game yeah <laughs> and sometimes too there would be if they didn't want mario kart i can't think i, I don't remember all the specific bundles and stuff or discounts there were at black friday but i'm pretty I sure there the were switch, ones that they the, the switch the only one that was like a bundle in yeah. the sense that most people think of it where it's like the game is free right it's mario kart that's the so only bundle that they've i had. think though there probably were ones and i could be wrong we're like buy a switch get a game half off or something like that so if it just yeah, had to do with something like that so i mean just as a, that would have been like, like people want specific yes right exactly like so, the, something the retailers taking the hit on like nintendo's yeah. still making that money right so. the i the main point being that like if somebody really want cared zero about mario kart then they would get one of those bundles with a switch and half off a breath of the wild or something like that but then instead people obviously enough people at least were going still for the switch plus mario kart because they wanted mario kart right which is man insane like that's crazy pretty crazy But yeah, so then the next top selling game is Super Smash Brothers Ultimate, which in the last year has sold. Where are you at? Where is it? Oh, here it is. Uh, 3.87 million um, from, again, 
that's not in life april the last yeah, that's, that's from yeah april last. to so you know the last the fiscal quarter. year yeah up till then so the last three quarters i guess technically um which is it's interesting <laughs> How much less quick? I mean, that's obviously still selling quite quickly and selling well, and like has the DLC and stuff coming out. But again, just the fact that like how much of that is uh, compared, even just to Mario Kart, you know? Yeah, because a lot of it is front loaded, and then yeah. they they become more liberal with their with their sales. You know, yeah. where they they do have more moments with Mario Kart, where it's like Mario Kart is twenty five percent off. Mm-hmm. They haven't gotten to that point with Smash Brothers. Like I yeah. haven't, I haven't seen Smash Brothers on sale at all. No, same. Uh, Mario Kart isn't on sale as much as like it's. It's not a permanent on sale sort of like God of War sort of situation. Mm-hmm. But they do have periods of time where they're like, all right, it's twenty five percent off, and that's yep. when a lot of those sales happen too. Yep. But yeah, Super Smash Brothers Ultimate. Um, somebody actually did have a question in the Q and A that I can't remember who it was, but we'll get to it later i'll say their name but i'll go ahead and ask the question now do we do you think that smash is ever going to outpace mario kart 8 uh no uh-uh. I, I think mario kart 8 <laughs> is more approachable mm-hmm. um I, I i think that smash brothers is like a staple in a lot of people's minds in the mm-hmm. same way but more people are like uh turned off by it where it's mm-hmm. like, I, well, I'm not good at that, or mm-hmm. I'm not going to play that as often, or yep. you know, like that sort of thing. Yeah, I mean, or the Ashleys of the world are going to play Mario Kart, but they're not going to play Smash. Right. right. Specifically. Exactly. <laughs> so you're saying girls don't play Smash because it's called Super Smash Bros. Uh, uh, of course, that's canceled. exactly, yeah. Canceled. <laughs> Very much not. Um, yeah, <laughs> next, Super Mario Odyssey, which sold 2.15 million in the last nine months. And is now at well. There's a thing in the way now, but it's now at sixteen point five nine million. That's crazy. Which is crazy. Uh, and then Breath of the Wild Breath is the like Wild right is behind catching it. Up. It's catching up. <laughs> yeah. I mean, again, let's see. Breath of the Wild sold yeah quite a bit more. It sold one point five million more, more or less than Super Mario Odyssey did in the last nine months. So like, that's really crazy. I mean, like, imagine. I don't know. I mean, Ocarina of Time and Super Mario 64 are like both held in memories of most N64 gamers. It's like, that's the pinnacle of N64 or whatever. Yeah, because they're dumb. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Nah, man. But but that's funny because like that just would never be the case in the past for a Zelda game to sell more. I mean, especially with the sequel coming out, I'm sure that's helping the sales a little bit too. Uh, Man, I don't know. I wonder what the sequels were. That's going to be interesting. Yeah. Like how much is breath of the wild two going to sell in its first year? Yep. And especially compared to if we get a super Mario odyssey two or whatever, I like, I don't know. So I think a sequel of breath of the wild would get more people to play breath of the would get more people to go back. than mm. um, I have only played super Mario galaxy two because when I picked up a Wii after a while, um, I picked that was just the one that they had a GameStop, so I picked yeah, it up and because, I played it. And then I was like, I'm like good. I don't really have to go back and play Galaxy because it's like I got the idea, you know? Yeah, it's like how like freaking uh, Mario Odyssey is like fairly odd parents, whereas Breath of the Wild <laughs> is like uh, Avatar Last Airbender, right? Yeah, where it's like you can't watch episode 17 without being confused 
Yep. So you got to watch the first 16 episodes. That's exactly. Breath of the Wild. You got to play through the first game and be like, oh, okay, this is the state of affairs here. Yeah, I can exactly. Play the second one. <laughs> yep. So, I mean, that said, I think Super Mario Odyssey 2 would sell better than Breath of the Wild 2. For that reason, too, maybe. I don't know. Because more people would pick it up as just a one-off thing as opposed to people are... I don't know, but there's there's a lot of sequels of like Uncharted Two sold better than Uncharted One, maybe. I don't don't know that for sure. Video games on average... If this first thing was successful, the second mm-hmm. thing is probably going to be more successful. Like, yeah. freaking, well, we'll get to it, but Luigi's Mansion. <laughs> yeah, Luigi's man, alive. That's crazy. Yeah. Um, but yeah, moving on down. This one's a pretty big deal. Pokemon Sword and Pokemon Shield, 16.06 million. Man, which that is was a successful number. boycott. <laughs> Never saw such a yeah. successful boycott. I liked uh, Daniel Ahmad's uh, tweet where he was like, you guys all saying, you know, like, oh, successful boycott. Way to go, people me an intellectual 7.79 billion people still haven't bought Pokemon <laughs> that's, true. that's true i was that's like that was, true. that was tasty i like that uh, yeah. but yeah it's the you might remember some more stats than me on this but now it's the number five or the fifth best-selling pokemon game ever mm. which is crazy yeah uh it's right i mean by now and I'm yeah, talking yeah. like January. numbers, yeah, yeah, numbers that they're not counting in this report. Yep. It's sold more than any Pokemon game in the last two generations. So yep. Nintendo Switch and 3DS. Yep. Uh, there's I still th- regular DS games that are ahead of it. I um okay, Pokemon games. I'm gonna look it up because X and Y is on here. If that if like the right. all the 3DS games. Pokemon right games sales. I think. The best selling, well, I know the best selling is like red and blue, and that's yeah, for sure. Green and blue is like 25 million or something like that. I think it was like 31 million or something crazy. Um, it's a lot, that's all I know. It's just it's a high double digit number, (laughs) man. I found uh, where was it somewhere? It had okay, so Pokemon red and blue 31.3 million, gold and silver 23 million. Um, that's what, that's oh, what okay. Diamond and there. Pearl. You're right. Yeah, yeah. Diamond and Pearl is at 17.67. Mm-hmm. But then at this point, um, yeah, Sun and Moon is at 16.16, and X and Y is at 16.4. So yeah, within the month since these numbers were put up, definitely it's yeah. It's I mean, just from the over those. <laughs> I think just from the Famitsu sale charts alone, we know that it's more than that. Right. Um. So. It'll be probably, I don't know, another month or so before it hits Diamond and Pearl. Maybe more. But yeah, I think it'll be, I think it'll be the most, like the top selling Pokemon game since Game Boy. Yeah, I think so. Which Wait, are gold and silver? Can you play gold and silver, silver on the regular Game Boy? Uh, I think it's just Game no. Boy Color, right? Yeah, it's Game Boy Color. Just be, yes, it is just Game Boy Color. Just making sure. <laughs> Remember to vaguely? Yep. Because all That's, I had was a Game Boy Color. So I just, you know. Well, I oh, had right, yeah. Game Boys after that, but I never had the OG Game Boy. I just had Game Boy Color. I think I had a Game Boy Pocket first was the first one that I had, and that's what I played blue on, and then yellow. Because yellow actually had color implementation, I think, right? But, but it was also backwards, I yeah. think. Okay. Yes. Cool. But yeah, so there you go. That's insane. Uh, Pokemon Let's Go Pikachu and Eevee sold total of... 1.13 million in the last nine months and it's uh it's i mean it's stagnated a little bit which is 
to be expected contextually. Yeah. Um, especially Splatoon, now because yeah, right. The new Pokemon game is out. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Splatoon two is at 9.81, which is so close to 10 million. Like, come on guys. Just, yeah. It's just creeping. It's just like, <laughs> I'll get there. I'll get there. <laughs> yeah. It's in the last nine months, it's sold, uh, 1.1 million. So hopefully that'll make it across the threshold. And just I cause bet, like, I bet at least 60% of that is Japan. <laughs> oh yeah. It's, I mean, in, like I, it was fun looking at the, whenever this first came out, I was looking at the ratios and stuff, uh, like new super Mario bros, U deluxe 1% or sorry, not 1%, 10% is Japan. So it's 26 or 260,000 versus 2.28 million, um, for Japan to us. But then looking at ones like ring fit is like a third of it is Japan and Splatoon two, like, I, like a third of it or a quarter of it. Never mind. I did the math wrong. Whatever. Japan's <laughs> buying stuff. They're doing a good job at buying the things. Yeah. Super Mario Party, 9.12 million. What in the game world? Without DLC, the game at almost 10 million. It's crazy. It's um it sold 2.72 million in the last nine months. Like, how is that Can't wait to play selling Can't faster wait. than Super Mario Odyssey? Can't wait until Super Mario Party 2 is announced at the on during the January Nintendo. <laughs> Can't wait. Yeah. Um, and then new Super Mario Bros. U Deluxe, obviously doing doing well enough. Um, Mario Maker, dude. I know. Great. Yeah, Mario Maker right now is at uh, Super Mario Super Mario Maker two. Uh, is at five million. So it's it's just shy um, of being on here, but it's yeah, rip, dude. There you go, Mario Maker. And last but not least, Luigi's Mansion 3, 5.37 million, which I think makes See, this, it... This how much did Dark Dawn... It's, Dark Moon? I think no. Dark Moon... Last time I saw it, like the when I actually checked the number and retained it in my mind, I think we checked it since then on the podcast, but I don't remember that. Yep. Um, it was at like 4 million. So I, I'd imagine it's like 6 now. Okay, yeah. Um, okay, as of September 2017, it sold five point four or five million units worldwide. So yeah, you can assume that it's sold some more since then. Mm. So probably around 6 million, like you said. Okay. But still, uh, and I think this number is just a spite Bob. They're <laughs> like, all right, all right, people buy just enough so that it's over Mario maker because Bob goes out of his way. To be like this is good. <laughs> When everybody's like, this is the best looking game. Uh-huh. So it's the best game. I love this game. He's like, it's good. And everybody's like, all right, fine. We're not buying Mario Maker. Screw yep. you. <laughs> what a time. Um, but yeah, so some other ones that weren't on the top 10, but that sold over a million in this last nine months. Uh, let's see. We got Link's Awakening is at 4.19 million. Another, another port, man. Yep. Another $60 port. Shouldn't have been $60. Maybe they would have sold 40 million. <laughs> you know, $20 difference, man. <laughs> True. Um, do, do, do Fire Emblem Three Houses. This one surprised me in how little it sold in the holiday season. Cause it was at, I think 2.25 million or something like that before the holiday season. And then know, it, I don't know if it surprises me though. Cause I figured it, Fire Emblem seems like the type of game that like you buy and you know, you want it. Yes. Not really the game that you get for somebody else. Yeah. So like the, the people that want this game have this game. Yeah. And of, of course it's going to like 
like increase over time mm-hmm. but i i don't think it's going to like be huge it's not going to be even pokemon let's go levels of like okay it's been six months here's another million units or whatever right yeah i think next year we might be around the like 3.5 million or like even mm-hmm. more maybe yep hopefully it does because i mean it's just it's a great game so hopefully it it is it is I guess it's status as the because i think fates is at 2.92 million which is the top one mm-hmm. um I like numbers for anybody who doesn't like numbers. I, I just realized this might be boring. I don't know, but I think it's really interesting. Here we go. Uh, uh, ju- I mean, anecdotally based yeah. on numbers, people usually like these ones more than average. True. Uh, ring fit adventure sold over 2 million, which is quite a bit for a fitness game. <laughs> honestly. Yeah. I mean, this seems like the, the, like, closest success to them wanting to ape we a bit you know yeah where it's like a thing comes out and people kind of uh are like i don't want to say repulsed by it but kind of <laughs> where they're like ah the we i don't want that but this one they're like oh we again down yeah. <laughs> you yeah. know indeed um and then the last two which are pretty significant are astral chain and marvel alliance three the black pretty good game <laughs> <laughs> i've yet to play astral chain i'd uh, Mitch got it. It's not a trash like, game. No. I just, I just think that it takes four hours too long to become interesting. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, those are ones. That's interesting narrative around that. Just that people were saying like, "Oh, these sold terribly," but then everybody on platinum side, Nintendo side, was like, "No, yeah, it's sold. We're we're pretty happy with it, honestly." Um, and yeah. people were like, "I don't know. You probably aren't because it probably you know, sold yeah, garbage." You're not happy about yeah. it because you didn't say that it sold 30 million copies uh-huh. the first three days, so that means that it sold like trash. <laughs> it means that you're losing money and you're just embarrassed about it. <laughs> exactly. It is funny though. I just noticed the ratio for Mar- Marvel Summit Alliance for Japan to overseas. Japan does oh, not care okay. about not this care at all. A little bit. Oh uh, yeah, because it sold. Yeah, like. 40 is that 40,000 or no that's 400,000 yeah that would be no 40,000 40,000 because that's 980,000 right yeah exactly so it's sold 40,000 in japan and 980,000 very well where everywhere else and i i'd be surprised if it wasn't like but like 70 30 america to yeah. everyone oh yeah exactly i mean we like us some superheroes you know what can i say um but yeah that's about it from from this over here the do 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 nothing really else to go so i'll stop sharing my screen because nothing else particularly to show but um i'll be curious to see too we get the q a stuff at some point yeah. usually it seems like it's we got some week. of it it like trickles out like uh well I, I think the um one of the points is in here we're going to talk about it from the q a oh well perfect um one oh yeah yeah it's the two ones down. well we can go ahead and just I mean, like, yeah we might as well do that now um but yeah it was the no new switch model in 2020 yep um so yeah this is from furukawa who during the briefing said well I guess somebody asked a question and he said, regarding Nintendo switch, we believe that it is important to continue to communicate the appeal of both Nintendo switch systems and expands the install base. Please note that we have no plans to launch a new Nintendo switch model during 2020. Um, I think that this essentially means nothing. Like, <laughs> I think a lot of people are using this as like definitive proof. It's like, well, we're definitely not getting it because for a cow is that they have no plans and no plans means nothing. 
and the entertainment industry. Nothing. It yeah. just means like w- we may or may not be doing it. We don't want to talk about it. So stop asking us. <laughs> you know? So like it could mean that they're not doing it and that yeah. they're definitely not doing it, but it could also mean that they're doing it and they just don't want to say. Yep. So that's the thing. I mean, like as in 2011, if we all recall <laughs> the DS, 20, no, it was 2010, 2010. Well, that too. 2010 it was where oh, it was yeah, like yeah. we hd where's the hd we at and they're like we're not working on an hd console and they're like you know 2011 they're like hey wii u man it's technically yep. not we hd it's the wii u uh-huh <laughs> you know what you know it's messed up mm-hmm. you know it'd be also funny if they like named it wii u despite everybody but you <laughs> probably would have sold better if they named it wii hd yeah oh man that's true the, I mean, I guess if we're going into technicalities, you could, no, it's this new switch model. I don't know, whatever. So yeah, it's options are either there's some kind of like finagly thing where he worded it in a way that it's like, it's true or it's just straight up completely true I think or he's lying. Them, I think just I, them wording it as we have no plans to them is them not really saying anything. Yeah. Right. Like so, they, I mean, like that's it. That's not them lying. It's just, that it's like, well, we, yeah. we don't have plan like, cause them having no plans to release in 2020 mm-hmm. could just mean, oh, we didn't nail down the 2020 date yet. It's TBD. Like it, mm-hmm. it exists and we don't know if it's coming out in 2020. So yeah. we're not lying, you know, and they're like, oh, we decided it's coming mm-hmm. out 2020. You know, I think the thing with the switch pro and all that is like, sort of if ideally we can all sort of get over it for a while and just pretend like we didn't even know anything about it. That would be maybe helpful to a lot of people. Cause I think a lot of, well, so one of the comments that'll be from, from my video was somebody specifically asking like, well, what do I do? Like a legitimate concern of like, what do I do if the switch, I buy a switch, switch pro comes out the next week, like that'll really suck. And I'm like, I mean, true. if that happens, then you should be good. Yeah. I mean, retail, like within just return it. Week. Yeah. Yeah. Return. I mean, but you know, that kind of thing in any case where it's like, uh, buyer's remorse because yeah. you know, yeah, it, it comes out Nintendo too soon. No covered stuff like that with the, with the new switch. Yeah. Where it was so, like, if you bought a switch within this time frame, then just yeah. And I think so. Like going back to my friend Chad that I mentioned in the Switch Lite Switch Pro, was a real person, was real person, who's very nice. Um, <laughs> oh, he was actually he was on the podcast that I was on beforehand too. Um, that I invited you on and that kind of thing. Uh-huh. So you would have gotten to meet Chad if we if I ever got around to actually uh, right. doing that. Right. In any case, Chad. Um, is my friend who he has a Wii U. So he played breath of the wild on the Wii U. And then since then it's like, yeah, I'd like a switch, but like, I'll probably just wait until the switch pro comes out, which I mean, like it's fine. And he's, it's it's not like he's hurting for it. Um, yeah, I mean, it's, he's just not hurting for it, but at the same time, he's been saying specifically, I'll be waiting till the switch pro comes out since like early 2018 or so to where like, if he was hurting for it and was like, man, I wish I could get a switch, but I just would rather wait than it's like, yeah, it's, it's kind of like, one of those where it's like, I'm going to like, I don't want to go to the bathroom right now in case the teacher comes back or yes. you know, blah, blah, blah. it's like the longer you wait, the longer it's eventually going to happen. So like, yeah, exactly. Don't worry the, about the, it. The, the longer you wait, the least worth it it is for you to yeah. just bite the bullet. You right. well just, yeah. At this point, you might as well just wait for next gen at this point. Yeah. Yes. And then just go in on that. So that's, you know, it's, it's a funny thing, but all things considered, like, I think you're right that this doesn't, specifically mean anything regarding the switch pro um but maybe it's better if we all just pretend like it does (laughs) i think that people just generally 
uh, and this is going to sound like something that I don't mean it as, but uh, it works for comedy, you know? Uh-huh. Yep. I think people need to just be like me and just assume that whatever happens, happens. And it yep. doesn't matter, but it would be cool if it did, you yep. know? Like the January Direct. Where everybody's like, like definitely happening. We're getting the January Nintendo Direct. January Nintendo Direct. What, what day is it, Parker? It is right now, uh, January 32nd, by the time uh, you might, listening you to this. You might go into Nintendo Twitter and say anything. <laughs> we'll just win the January when that direct <laughs> when happens. When the direct happens, yeah. it's going to be, be like, oh, it's January 43rd. Yeah, exactly. The January 43rd direct. But yeah, like, I promise you, like everybody, that. I'm going to do that when it happens. I, it's like, I like it too much. That's the sort of thing that I think causes more problems than anything. Because... Yeah. It, and it's not, I, I don't think it's as much on people like us uh, who are like, man, this would be cool. And even the people that are like, this would be cool. And I'm going to call it the January direct. It's more right. about like the people that then take that as gospel because yeah. they're like, oh, they're on the YouTube and they have X amount of subscribers. So they know something more than I do. Mm-hmm. You know, like this isn't my job. So I'm not researching this stuff all day. Yep. I don't have to know for sure whether this is legitimate or whatever. Right. They do. So I'm just going to take the word for it. Also, um, we need to go back find all the like supposed leakers or whatever that were like, Oh, it's for sure happening this next week. Because like, it's so you kind of forget who said all those things um, to where by the time it doesn't happen, you forget who to, who should have lost credibility because of it. Yeah. We should like go back every time, take record of those things and be like, okay, you don't count anymore. You don't. Yeah, count it's like the first time anybody says it, it needs to, it, like somebody needs to like take it down on record yeah. and be like, well, he said this, if it doesn't exactly. happen. Yeah, he's losing 10,000 followers. Exactly. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it just got to a point where everybody was like, and also a thing that comes up a lot is people take precedent as a law and that's right. just wrong. It's just mm-hmm. not wrong. And like, this isn't uh, ethical, but wrong right. as in like, incorrect. Yeah. Yes. Not right. <laughs> or yes. Incorrect. <laughs> it's incorrect uh, uh-huh. to be like, well, they did this before, so they'll do it again. It's like, no, because they do what they want when they want. If they yeah. want to do what they did before, then they'll mm-hmm. do it again. But if they don't, then they won't. So that's yep. why it's weird to just take precedent as gospel. Yeah. Go, well, you know, this, this time. And they, mm-hmm. it's like, we have yeah. now had three years in a row that have been completely different from each other. So like, you know, it yeah. could be whatever. So, and, it, and like the only time that you can set your watch to like a direct is what? Like E3. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> that's pretty much the only and time. That's so like, far. For sure. <laughs> There's going to be a direct on E3 yep. or don't like E3. so far. September has been until it's not so far. Yeah. Like second week of September roughly has been a thing. But again, they could change that as much as they want, and that's that's their own precedent. So like exactly. There's yeah. just there's there's nothing there that uh, holds them to any date other mm-hmm. than E3 because you have to like book E3 in advance. You know, and yep. I, when I say yep, advance, right. it's like, well, I'm going to be at A3 and I'm going to pay for like this period or whatever. Like, you know, like you got to mm-hmm. hold your spot as it were. Mm-hmm. Um, what if so. you got to E3 and like sat down in Nintendo's amphitheater area or whatever, you know, something around the screen and they were like, uh, we're going to do it in three weeks. Yeah, <laughs> like, <laughs> like they use they use their E3 presentation to announce a different presentation <laughs> and that's it. <laughs> That would suck. <laughs> I do. I mean, I assume, you know, if it, if the drag happens in February, that's also exciting because 
I assume some of those games that they announce are going to show up at PAX East. Maybe I don't know. Yeah, I mean that would be fun because I, I that's that's really the only reason why I, I assume that we'll get directs yeah. in the first two months is because mm-hmm. they do go to PAX East generally yeah. and they bring some of their first batch of announcements with them. Yeah, uh, but I never am like, well, it's it's I mean clearly. I've <laughs> beaten this drum all year so far yeah. that I'm never like, oh, it's definitely January or it's definitely February 2nd or whatever. I'll jokingly be like, this game's coming out freaking April 4th or whatever. And if it happens, it happens. Yep. But if not, every uh, game comes out April 1st. Uh, speaking of games, <laughs> Pokemon exists and uh, they announced sure Pokemon is. Home with sure some details is. this yeah. week. Mm-hmm. And people, people are boy, mad. howdy. But less mad, at least. Uh, less mad than what do you less mean? mad than i would expect them to be hmm. um because like w- when like pokemon sword and shield happened and all that stuff and blah blah we were talking mm-hmm. about that um and i mean i'm just typically less vitriolic than the <laughs> internet just in general like there's yeah. stuff that i don't like and i'm just like i don't like that and then i leave it alone and i'm done i don't like you know i'm not taking up pitchforks to be like right i want to hate on this thing and anybody that's not hating on it is a shill or whatever right <laughs> um last time we were talking about like that's not this it's not that big of a deal like this part kind of sucks and this is unfortunate mm-hmm. but like eh, you know it's pokemon yeah. pokemon's pokemon um there were less people that were mad that we weren't mad mm-hmm. <laughs> um so yeah. that's that's a step forward, I guess. I think so. I mean, people have talked about. I don't know that we have to go through all the specific details because a you did that on the Wolf Den. B everybody else has already done that. But like, just yeah, in general, here's my only thought with it mm-hmm. um, is just that I would have hoped that it would be more than just a storage and trading mechanism or whatever because like and that's something we've talked about before that I mean, like there would be I mean, it kind of is because it has more in what way? Than that. like it has the mystery gift situation uh-huh. and it has pokedex stuff uh-huh. where like i was talking about on wolf then live where it's like they both basically folded in all their pokedex apps that used to mm-hmm. be on ios uh, where it has all the Pokedex entries for all the Pokemon and it has like stat right. information and move stuff. Like they sell okay, that's cool. like guidebooks with this stuff where it's like, you, you ever see a Pokemon strategy guide? Mm-hmm. Most of that strategy guide is this information. Just Bulbapedia. <laughs> yeah, I, exactly. Um, so it's like they have yeah. stuff like that on there and then they have like the built-in judge stuff. So it's like it's just right, them yeah. consolidating everything onto this app. Yeah, I think, I guess so what I'm saying is like, like be it's, able to battle and do stuff like yeah, that battle mini games or mm-hmm. like uh when it says pokemon home like it would be cool if there was something that made it feel like a home you know like you decorate your room yes you decorate your room you could bring in like a pokemon or something like that of course that would mean animations and i mean you kind of stuff no like, i was i was literally saying you could decorate your room <laughs> in this oh really yes oh okay well yeah, then that does do that decorate or whatever i don't know how i missed that I guess I just looked at the. You were mad like the internet. You oh no, I wasn't. I was, mad. About, I was about to say a specific YouTuber. <laughs> I don't want to do that. Uh, but yeah, you watched a PokeTubers video, like because that's the ironic thing, especially about this generation. Like if you want mm-hmm. like information that's just the information, don't mm-hmm. get it from a PokeTuber <laughs> because yeah, right. chances are they're injecting their opinion before they distill all the information. Yeah. They're going to disregard the everything to point out the parts that they don't like about it you know yep um so yeah i'm trying to find the um 
the room thing. Are there any screenshots of what that looks like? Um, I think they have it on here because I remember Bob mm -hmm. uh, mentioned it. So I guess the, the experience, long story short, it's not, I don't think it's for me. I'm not mad about any of Your it. Room. It's at the bottom. It's below judge Pokemon. Gotcha. Above news. Oh yeah. In your room, you'll be able to see all sorts of information about events or the games you've connected to Pokemon home. You'll also be able to edit your profile using stickers. You can obtain stickers when you meet certain conditions or perform certain tasks in Pokemon Home knows its challenges. In mobile app of Pokemon Home, you can check out how ranked battles and various online competitions in Pokemon Sword and Pokemon Shield are going, as well as the rankings of the Pokemon being used in them. By going to the battle data... Okay, so it sounds like it's, it's still not maybe a room, just in the sense yeah, it's that not I was, like It's not like Animal Crossing. <laughs> right. I, so I think that's the thing. It's like, um, I right now, there's... There's really no reason for me to get the paid Pokemon Home, which yeah, is fine. No, and not. that's and that's which I right. think is a good thing. Yes, right, I exactly. I think it's great that something like this doesn't feel essential, but it feels uh -huh. substantial for the type of person yeah. that will want. I think like I that. guess what I'm saying is what would have been cool is if there was something that doesn't make it feel essential but makes it feel fun mm -hmm. rather than most of the stuff that's in here feels utilitarian. Like, yeah. oh, that's going to be really useful, you know, which is right. perfect for the people that actually need it. So but it's I just, think, I think it, this is in line with what they wanted Pokemon yeah. Sword and Shield to be. Where yeah. Pokemon Sword and Shield is 100% geared towards the end goal of right. what Pokemon is, right? Where it's like, mm -hmm. it's you're breeding the perfect Pokemon and you're going <laughs> to take it and you're going to battle it against other people's inferior Pokemon. And you're <laughs> going to be the best one. And uh -huh. this is just uh, doubling down on that. So you're um, taking your Blastoise and you're beating up other people's Charizards because I mean, that's how if they're, if they're that's the ranking, is, you know, if the Charizard is not good, then sure. I mean, compared to all Blastoises, I mean, that's not, I mean, that's not, that's not even true. <laughs> you just get a freaking G max Charizard teaches solar beam mm -hmm. rip blastoise. Oh, I, rip. yeah. Except for blastoise is just really cool. Um, uh, moving along now, but yeah, uh, <laughs> so that's, that was my only thing as far as like what could have been, what I thought could have been a cool opportunity with home that they didn't do, but otherwise, like I understand people being mad about having to pay for things, but again, like the only things I would understand people being pay. mad about having to pay for things if they had to pay for things. Right. Yes, exactly. Cause for this, like really pay for one month of it. If you have Pokemon bank and want to bring stuff over, pay for one month of it, bring stuff over from Pokemon bank and then ta-da, there you're good. You know, like otherwise uh, the free one is going to do all the things that I would need from it, which is like bring stuff over from let's go into sword and shield, I guess. And then yeah, that's pretty much it. <laughs> yep. 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 So, yeah. But there's that in any case. Uh, but on some more fun news, I mean, that's fun enough, but on some other kind of fun news, uh, Animal Crossing got a switch. It did. And it looks today. great. And I went to Joy-Con. I don't really care that much about the dock. I mean, it looks good, but I went to Joy-Con. <laughs> yeah. Um, here we go. Let me share my screen so people can see it. Look at that. I showed Look it to Ashley and she's like, oh, I really want that. And I'm like, oh, switch number three. Yeah, I was like, I don't think that's going to happen. Uh, but maybe <laughs> get just the Joy-Cons down the road. Because usually that ends up being a thing that they... 
I mean, just Maybe move not. to Japan and then buy the Joy-Con. <laughs> there. There you go. Classic. Also, for the record, for the record, for the record, Charizard is confirmed fashion in Blastoise. So rip Blastoise, dude. <laughs> Wait, is confirmed what? Oh, faster. faster. Yeah. <sighs> rip. Rip. Well, look rip. at that. Rip. Um, but more importantly, <laughs> look at these cool, look at that cool switch. Ooh. Not more importantly, the blast was being quoted in the Charizard because that's just the way it is. But look at this pretty <laughs> switch. What a nice thing. Um, details a nice are, thing. It's the freaking sea salt ice cream, dude. It is. Um, I assume it's, I actually didn't look it up. Or it doesn't include. No, see, well, both actually. Those are both true. Those are both true. <laughs> is, um, okay. So it doesn't come with the game with it. Nope. Okay. That's economics. <laughs> I mean, I don't even mean like bundled, bundled, but like kind of weird that it's not just 360 with Animal Crossing. Cause like, oh, yeah. True. That's true. Seems like a no break. Cause that's what they did with like Mario Odyssey. They had Mario Odyssey included, but it was like full price. Um, yeah. So just kind of random. Uh, Smash Brothers. Front, but, they didn't. Oh, yeah. Exactly. It's coming out before the, the game is. Oh, that's true. It's like the but even with Smash Brothers, that came out like the week or two beforehand and they just like had a code or something yeah. and it just like couldn't be redeemed. In any case, it looks great. So even if you don't like Animal Crossing specifically, like, man, if you're into pastel colors, which on the Joy-Con video that I made, like yeah, a they were in that. of the comments. It was were, in the Mario Party video too. Oh yeah, but like Mario so many Party comments are people being like, down, if I just had pastel Joy-Con colors, that would be the best. Here you go. There Buy a switch or move to Japan or import. Yep. So it's going to be a crazy old time. It's going to sell a lot. Uh, interesting that it, that it wasn't a switch light, but also makes sense yeah. at the same time. I tweeted because, about that. Yeah. Cause I feel like this way they talk about, Oh yeah. They also did announce the whole um, eight players can share one Island, which I think we already knew. Yep. We knew that. And four, I made a video about that. you did four players <laughs> on a single console. I think yep. it mentioned. Mm -hmm. I also mentioned that in said video. Did you? Okay. So a clarification though, cause I didn't read to find this out. It sounds like from something that I briefly read that across one system, you can only have yep. one, one island. island. Yep. So if you, if you use another profile, it'll give you another Islander on that Island that is on your switch. Interesting. Yep. I wonder why. I don't know. I think that that was just like their vision for the game. Uh -huh. Like always, they've always wanted to uh -huh. like have this one thing that you share with your family or friends on your console. And that's the destination rather than like the Island being yours. Mm -hmm. You're like uh, a citizen of the Island. Interesting. I also wonder um, like end game, not end game really, but further down into it, everything that we've seen so far at least to me, again, having not played an Animal Crossing game before, seems like it's pretty early game kind of stuff, like a little shed and a hammock and stuff like that. Yeah. I wonder if down the road it'll be like a town and like big buildings kind of thing yeah. within the island as well. Yes. That, yep. Okay. Can confirm. Nice. But it's it's like a it's kind of like a smaller scale like Sims Sims kind of thing yeah right situation where it's like you work towards that you're like all yeah. right I got money I got enough money to upgrade mm -hmm. or or to buy a new shop you know mm -hmm. like that sort of thing it'll be interesting I imagine when they do their big Animal Crossing blowout within the next month or so that we'll see some of that stuff because that would be interesting 
for me to see at least just to kind of get more of an idea of kind of the scale and scope of what everything's going to be like in the long run. Cause right now, again, the things that we've like actually seen mostly seem to be pretty low key early game stuff. So I would like to know more. That is all. We'll get animal crossing direct the animal crossing direct. <laughs> Honestly, probably. And probably we're not going to see EA games on switch. <laughs> um what <laughs> this is this is the last article that we've got um uh this is i mean it kind of follows up on old ones of them talking to but just always interesting to talk about because of how this is uh somebody let's see ea had their i guess their same kind of financial briefing or something like that and then somebody asked a question about them being on switch and the coo said we're always looking and discussing with Nintendo what else we can put on the platform as the platform grows. Our interest in adding content grows for that platform. But we're also conscious of the fact that the top-selling titles by a long shot are all Nintendo software, which is fabulous software, but it helps us balance the realities of how big our market could be there. But trust us. But trust that we're looking at that. You will hear more things in the future about what we're putting on the platform. This is a stupid comment um, <laughs> because like I could see them feeling like that. Well, and again, it's, it's stu- even this like line of logic is dumb. So beware what yep. I'm going to say is dumb, but I could see them <laughs> saying like, ah, we don't want to put like plant versus zombie plants versus zombies garden warfare or whatever, because mm-hmm. that's too close to Splatoon and we're not going to beat Splatoon. So we might as well not even come to the platform. Um, I can see that. Mm-hmm. But nobody's like Madden or Animal Crossing, <laughs> you know. Like nobody's yeah, right. doing that. Uh, so uh, there's a lot of games that they could put on there that would appeal to a lot of people that have mm-hmm. switches that don't currently have that niche filled, like yeah. Madden, because they have a monopoly on that market. Yeah, like, you know, like that sort of situation. Or even if they, <laughs> well, eh, they pro- I was going to say like they could try doing freaking NBA Live, but 2K uh-huh. already did the smart thing and put. 2k on there like there's mm-hmm. a, a lot of like markets that could be filled there uh yeah. with the the ip that they have at least in the like sports vertical they yeah. could do need for speed that will probably do well on switch because yep. there's nothing uh notable in that niche outside of like what asphalt and grid mm-hmm. um so yeah i mean i had a thought and i kind of forgot it but overall i think they uh a, the games that they have put on have either been small. Okay, I remember what it was. They're talking about the ones that are like the top selling games and comparing yeah. everything to that. But like, right. also, who's to say that your game is going to have to be the top selling game exactly. on there anyway? Like, yeah. Call of Duty and GTA are the top selling games on a pl- a bunch of other platforms. So like, you're also not getting the top selling ones there. I mean, I know that they mean like the kind of games that are selling well, maybe aren't the same, but also there's just not that many of the kinds of games that EA does. And the ones that are done, some of them, some of them are done well, but some of them also like FIFA and very also like, isn't done well. With, so, like, exactly. Sell well. With that, a lot of times the games that sell best on switch aren't just the ones made by Nintendo, but also made by developers that make the game as if it's a Nintendo game. Right. And I don't mean like it's the type of game that Nintendo would make, mm-hmm. but they actually, 
actually consider the platform as the platform that it's mm-hmm. on, right? And they say, okay, what can we do to make this game run the best that it possibly can mm-hmm. for this platform? And then it runs like a Nintendo game would, if not a little bit worse, you yeah. know? Whereas EA is like, eh, it's, it's not good enough to be next gen, so we can't like do glorify, copy paste, or yeah. whatever, right? So let's just do last gen and put that on there. Nobody wants to play that because yeah. Switch isn't as powerful as this gen, but it's definitely significantly more powerful than last gen. So it's like, why am I paying for a last gen game on my on the console that's more powerful than that? You know? Yeah. Yep. So like, I don't. I don't know. I feel like we don't want to freaking pay sixty dollars for your leftovers. Yeah. <laughs> There's a good chance that moving into the future, we may see stuff like Sims or Plant vs. Zombies or stuff, but since we haven't yet, also, there's just as good a chance that we won't. Um, but I think, yeah, EA's, we can probably just account for the fact that EA is probably just not really ever going to be much of a presence on Nintendo consoles for a while, and that's fine. But, I don't know, we'll see. They're dumb. EA's dumb. A little bit, yeah. It is sad, because, like, really they used to have some... <laughs> They used to have some good games and be a decent developer. And like, even if they were like, I don't know, or 2004 or something like that, back in that kind of era, like, I don't know, like my favorite Lord of the Rings game, one of my favorite GameCube games was made by them. And I really enjoyed it. And like, I didn't feel like it was like money hungry cash grab kind of thing that most of their stuff feels like now, but that's just kind of the vibe that we get from them, which is disappointing. I mean, it's kind, of, it's kind of like the, uh, you know, worst timeline version of what I was talking about with Nintendo, right? Mm. It's like they see what works mm-hmm. and they steer into that skid. They see that their most profitable games are the games when they do all that crappy stuff, you know? Yeah, still right. buy into it. Yep. So they do more of it, you know? Um, yep. It's unfortunate, but... It's true. Rip, dude. Yep. And it's unfortunate that you can't make 12 videos a week, but you did make one and uh, we're going to read some comments from it. That sounds like a nightmare. I was going to say that was uh, yeah, that would be awful. That was just kind of overboard. <laughs> like Maybe two in the future, maybe, but 12 is obnoxious. Dude. Yep. I mean, or they just all suck is also possible. That's true. You know? that's true. Or take I one could. and chop it up a whole bunch. I could. Never mind. I'm not going to do that because that's <laughs> a direct call. Out. I'm not doing it. <laughs> uh, yeah, there you go. Um, okay, you got some comments. Do you want a quick overview of your video for anybody that didn't watch it? Um, I made a video. It's all about how Nintendo could be doing more with their retro games. Mm-hmm. or like, and I, By retro, I mean games that are not on this platform but are on their other ones, you know? That's true. Uh, and I wish that the financial briefing came out the day before my video, you know, something mm-hmm. like that. Cause then I could have included this information as a C, <laughs> you know, put more of them on here because mm-hmm. freaking Mario Kart 8 sold 22 million units. Um, so there's that. That's my summary. Good summary. <laughs> Some comments. Um, lack, latch launch, lack launch, something 1984 said prior to SNES games being available on the switch, they were releasing new NES games every month. I want to see Nintendo go back to doing that with both NES and SNES titles. You have to pay for Nintendo switch online. And I think that releasing games every three months or so isn't the best option to be honest. 
it's interesting how iconic Nintendo like Nintendo's legacy games are, and yet they don't seem to do mu- to care so much about making them available again. Compare that to various PC gaming platforms like GOG and Steam, who have many retro PC games available for purchase online. It's so easy for me to buy the PC games I played or wanted to play as a child, and that's what I've done. And that's what I've done thanks to mainly GOG, but also to Steam to a lesser extent. What if Nintendo were to sell their retro games in an online store so they could be played on a PC? What if they were to sell their library of classic games through GOG or Steam? I love my Nintendo Switch, but I really think the Nintendo could do much better in terms of releasing their classic games. I think what they're trying to avoid there is kind of what happens on those platforms, where a lot of times you may see that and you're like, oh, that game I love is on this platform. I'm going to buy that, right? And then maybe there's 9,000 other people that feel the same way. Whereas how Nintendo does it, they make it an event and it's Mm. almost like they've relaunched the game and they're like, Hey, super Mario world's on the switch again. And then everybody immediately knows, Oh shoot, super Mario world's on the switch. I'm going to play that or I'm Mm going to buy that for the ninth time or whatever. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, if they just dumped all their stuff on there, the people that are really passionate about specific games are going to buy them, but nobody else will. So this way they're like, Hey, Link to the Past, dude. I know you never played mm-hmm. it before, but it's a cool game and you like Breath of the Wild, right? So maybe <laughs> you should play Link to the Past. You know, like that sort of thing, right? Yeah. They can't do that if they're just like, here's all our games. And also, like with the virtual console thing, I think that's a bad model because then you get people looking at it and being like, well, it's a virtual console game and SNES games cost $6. So I don't like the fact that Super Mario World costs more than freaking Super Castlevania or whatever, right? Like they... <laughs> Want to be able to say, well, Super Mario World has more cachet than freaking Darkwing Duck or whatever, right? <laughs> so we're going to charge more for Super Mario World. And that's mm-hmm. just how it is. If they don't have this like overarching banner to be like, like to standardize their pricing and all that stuff, then they're free to do with what they want. You know, they can say like, to mm-hmm. us, Earthbound's a $10 game. So that's how much we're going to charge for it. And then they're going to see how many people buy it and then adjust from there, right? Mm-hmm. Um, they can't do that if they're like a virtual console. And virtual consoles, this much money. True. Yeah, I think uh, kind of within, along those lines, the way that they are retro games, at least the SNES and NES games, um, and to lesser extent, the newer like n64 gamecube and even maybe Game Boy and stuff is are their marketing tools more than they are just money making tools because i think like people would definitely buy if they did a virtual console thing people would definitely buy them but again it would be kind of like one and done and they would buy the hits but that's about it whereas this way any game is kind of as long as it's not like you know, they, they're like, here's these three NES games. And you're like, I've never heard of Here's any of those three. Yeah. Right. As long as it's not that kind of thing, then putting them out just makes you feel like, Oh, cool. Like I need to get in on that. Even if you like literally never touch it, which I mean, that's when the SNES games came out, I played, uh, I played some of the link to the past and then other games came out and I played those and I haven't, I mean, I played super, super Mario world too. Um, but I haven't gone back and played the SNES games since then just because I've had other stuff to play, but it's still something where I feel like, yeah, but I've got them there if I ever want them. And that's value, you know, even though I'm not actually using them and stuff like that. To this day, there are still games that are on the Wii. February 30 or January 32nd? Uh Uh-huh, yep. To this day. 
there are still Wii virtual console games that I'm like, that's on there. <laughs> you know, and that's not uh-huh. valuable to them because I can't buy it anymore. Yeah, <laughs> but right. when they say, Hey, this is available. Everybody's like, Oh shoot. You know, like that's a thing instead of just stealth releasing everything they've ever made. Like yeah. everybody seems to want them to do. Yeah. I just, that's really I mean, uh, yeah. Like I, um, so my, friends chris and stephanie that have a kid that he's playing through i just loaned them my snes classic so they're playing through some of those um, but they they just beat um super mario rpg and that was when i told them that like yeah the switch if you guys right, want to get is, one is their kid clamoring for gino and smash and smash uh, uh, he sure is i mean he is gino and smash so no um <laughs> but yeah i i told them in any case i was like yeah if you if you get a switch it's 20 dollars a year and it's like for all these NES, SNES games and stuff like that. And especially when N64 and GameCube ones are going to be on there, that's like, that's a really strong sell because right now their son is six and he plays just their retro consoles that they have. So they're in 64 and GameCube and stuff. Um, but if they could play those without having to boot up different consoles, like that would be a strong sell. So I think... I don't know. Maybe that's not even, <laughs> that's not even really regarding this comment anymore, except for the fact that that would get people to buy switches rather than just getting people to buy those games, which if it was on steam, then people would buy those games on there, but it wouldn't be helping their platform in the same way. Um, kind of yeah. get people into their ecosystem. It would be just getting them a little bit of money, but in somebody else's ecosystem. And I, and I, I still hold to the thing of like, what Parker, what classic games were on steam? <laughs> I don't know. Right. Right. <laughs> but even people that don't have a switch can tell yeah. you like, Oh yeah. Link's awakening or not mm-hmm. links awakening, mm-hmm. but you will. Well, yeah, yeah. Link's awakening or sure. links to the past or super Mario world or Yoshi's mm-hmm. Island or mm-hmm. super Metroid is on switch because mm-hmm. Nintendo made a big deal about it. Right. So everybody else is making a big deal about it smart and i just think that makes more sense than just saying here's all the things mm-hmm. super fans you'll buy it and never talk about it again <laughs> true so there you go yeah uh good question though and uh, ram inc production says i'm always excited to see when people talk about retro games so here are my hopes i'd love to see them release past games on the switch but if not it'd be nice to see them remake the games as dlc for the newest games in the same series it would be quite an undertaking to remake ocarina of time but a lot easier if they used a modified version of breath of the wilds engine and a few of the already made assets it's like the difference between making new characters for smash and creating me costumes it could also fix up timeline confusions i think i've brought this up before but it'd be cool to have all the past 3d mario games easily playable in one big game with seamless transitions between one another and a few improvements added as well, like making the camera a bit better for sunshine. Yes, please. And we're adding an optional traditional controller support to the galaxy games. PS hope y'all are doing well. Smiley face. We're good. Um, I think this is a neat idea. I don't know if they would do, I don't think that this is even feasible unless they're like, here's DLC is $40 or whatever. Like I could see them doing that and doing the whole game, but maybe something more along the lines of like the mushroom kingdom. I was just about to say, I was talking to Mitch actually, who I think is downstairs now. Um, (laughs) But I was talking to Mitch the other day about, or yesterday about exactly that in Mario Odyssey that like, it was awesome to have the mushroom kingdom Although I do wish that they leaned into it just a little bit more mm-hmm. of like in 
mostly just that when you go into like even going and playing through yes. like one level bomb. yeah exactly yep. that would be if you could go into the castle and there was just one level for mario 64 that would have scratched that itch 100 percent. i would have been like whoa you, oh, they did it um so that would have been cool but like, there's a bob bomb prince now <laughs> yeah um so it's but that said, I think fully remaking the games would be quite an endeavor, but doing little nods like that, I think are a great way to do it as well. And like, yeah. I'm sure like if they're going to remake the game. They're going to remake the game, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, cause like and probably it's, it's almost, yeah. it's, it's basically to that point, kind of like what we were talking about before, where it's like, well, I already waited three years to buy a switch. <laughs> so I might as well wait another two years. Mm-hmm. Like they're like, well, I already put most of the game in here. The only thing I didn't do was make new assets. I might as well just make these new assets. And then I have a whole new game. Yeah. <laughs> I know, think that's or a new release. I think cause you're totally right. Uh, Ram Inc. I can't really, there's, that's not an easy thing to just call you. Um, Ramic productions i think you're totally right on the fact that it's easier to remake a game in the engine that already exists right but at that point it's like it's also much easier to just port over the old game and i think i'd still rather have i think new I think games i think instead it's of like rehashes or remakes of the that. old ones like i'd I rather have the definitely portrait. easier to do what he's suggesting than to make a remake right yes but i think that it's better roi to make the remake <laughs> and that's why the remakes get made versus DLC because they can say, well, we can spend say a million dollars developing this remake, or we could spend 500,000 on making new assets mm-hmm. or using the assets that we have and making DLC for this game and then mm-hmm. get what 30% less profit. Mm-hmm. Right. So it's just like, why not spend that million dollars for the potential to sell a game for $60 and then sell it to a whole new wave of people in addition to the people that are already in on this franchise? Mm-hmm. Because that's going to sell more than any DLC ever would. So that's kind of like w- w- what Bob was saying about like Pokemon, mm-hmm. where it's like they, they probably would sell more if they mm-hmm. released a game because you go into GameStop and they're like, new Pokemon game came out and it's on the store shelves and then mm-hmm. you get the sticker. You're like, oh, shoot, I want to I <laughs> buy that. That's dope. Yeah. And then you buy that, whereas DLC doesn't have that same like appeal. They might mm-hmm. have a card on the shelf that says, mm-hmm. get the new DLC. It's like, eh, it's not as appealing. Yep. That said, though, I do hope that like Super Mario Odyssey 2, if that happens, does have like... Uh, Delfino Plaza level like that, you know, cause I think that's the kind of thing that like makes us it a introduces people to the old ones for when that does come out, I guess to any NSO. Um, but also it makes old fogies like myself feel real good about it. Cause it's fun. Uh, next question, Benjamin Aquino. What's up, Benjamin? Um, I honestly would love to see final fantasy titles on the Nintendo switch online service. Thank you. I felt shafted ever since the U S never saw a release of final fantasy 3d that was out in Japan. It hurt my soul. LOL. I do agree that releasing N64 games may not be the best option for them. Those games, like you mentioned, are just not good looking and with very antiquated mechanics. I'd be, uh, I'd be on board with more remakes as long as the frame rate isn't shaky. Cough blinks, awakening cough, cough. <laughs> um, I mean, I I don't have a horse in the Final Fantasy uh, title race, but I mean, yeah, that'd be neat. Mm-hmm. Uh, that that's really up to Square Enix, I'd imagine. I would think so too. I I, I feel, don't know I feel why. like to them they wouldn't want to do that because they're like, well, we could just do yeah. that. We could just do the Final Fantasy collection, which is baffling to me that it hasn't that we haven't gotten uh, one through six 
remake, you know, collection kind of thing or one through three, four through six or something. I, I don't know. But like, cause I specifically, I would like to play six on my switch. Um, because although I've still yet to play any final fantasy, although now I have 12 cause I got it for Christmas, blah, blah, whatever. Um, uh, yeah, I don't know. Six just like feels like it's the one that's going to, I don't know, be fun and I want to play it. So whatever. In any case, the other things, uh, I personally would love them to put N64 games on NSO, but I mean, yes, those games yeah, are janky, that, but they're janky. That, but, but that's what I, and I wasn't even thinking about you when I said that, but <laughs> in the video when I was like, yeah, there's mm-hmm. going to be people that are going to be like, this game's great, but it's like, you already are past that. It's not your first introduction to this game. So you've nope. already made the excuse in your head to be like, yeah, this game sucks, but like, that's good. It was good to me when I was a kid. <laughs> it's honestly like even, um, it'll be hard to see cause I've never played Banjo Kazooie. So say Banjo Kazooie. Well, I guess they would only come in. I need to go play the original Banjo Kazooie now because, like, on the N sixty four. Yeah, like, to even see on like Xbox is like because it's one that I haven't played. Or maybe Donkey Kong sixty four would be a better example because that's one that, like, you know, the only excuses people can give it usually is people that it's like very nostalgic for it and stuff like that. Um, but even then, just I being accustomed to what like N sixty four games look exactly. like in general and right. feel like in general means I'm going to give it more excuses than somebody brand new to it. So, right. You know, whatever it is, what it is, which is just like, I don't know. I feel, I feel like it's just an excuse that people are more okay with giving. Mm-hmm. It's like, well, it was in 64, right. Mm-hmm. Um, where nobody's like, nobody feels the need to add any asterisks to uh super Mario world. Like that's just a good game, right? Yeah. Like that's a game that could stand shoulder to shoulder with something like Celeste without saying like, well, this one's on the S mm-hmm. it's like, no, it's just full stop. It's on par, <laughs> if not significantly better than anything else that's coming out in this style. Now, something that I think is funny though, within that is like games like ukulele and yeah. other 3d platformers specifically try to put in N64 type filters and can't do it with it's just like so funny that we can't yeah, quite recreate also, bad graphics <laughs> also also they try to recreate the mechanics and the games feel bad mm-hmm. and that's yeah. because the mechanics were bad it turns out you know it's shocking but like you know um maybe just make them like it's super mario odyssey like the evolution of what it's become not try to ape what it was yep uh, do what it is now <laughs> But that's it. Mario 64 is dope. Moving on. Custom R says, <laughs> I like that I get to have the last word on a lot of things because I'm reading the comments. <laughs> but also because like, I'm like, yeah, yeah. yeah, like, ex- I, yeah exactly. I, it's like, that's your opinion and that's fine. Yes. <laughs> I, similarly, yeah. It would be exactly. The other way around. Uh, Custom R says, I'm not really in need for Nintendo Switch Online. Yes, but you are. To- <laughs> no, I'm joking. I'm but I want to see them get 64 and GameCube so that F0X and GX finally get to be accessed or accessed by others. Falcon's ears. Just I was going to say, or <laughs> is this really Falcon writing in? Who's uh, to say? Just not under. Continue on. Uh, they just use the NES one too much. And if this is how they're trying to gauge interest in the series, that's not the best way of introducing F0 to people currently. Number one, 3D F-Zero is heavily represented in games like Smash and to some extent Mario Kart. Number two, SNES F-Zero has only has been on six consoles already. I say, though, even if the 3D games finally return, I wouldn't see much need for it. I've already exhausted every game in the series, and not one offering for anti-grav racing has come close to giving me what I'm looking for. Either that 
or it usually remains still early access like Superpilot. Seeing 3D F-Zero on Nintendo Switch Online will boost my feeling to Switch and morale, but I'd rather see a new 3D entry in this series. Nintendo has other racing series than Mario Kart. It's been high time they use it. Yeah. Uh, they kind of talked about that a little bit in their financial report, how they like the expansion and using their IP more and all that other stuff. In this last one? I didn't see that. Yeah. Comment, so. um, but it was more, it was like more in reference to the stuff that they're doing with their IP outside of games. So, and also using okay. their, like their mobile properties to introduce people to their mm-hmm. IP and stuff. Yeah. Like that. So like, I mean, you may not like it, but maybe next time we see F-Zero, it's through a mobile game and you're going to have yeah, to bite right. that bullet because that could be the, 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 the entry mm-hmm. point to a whole nother F-Zero game on console. You never know. Hmm. I think that's just really going to depend on how people respond to it on yep. the whole, right? Because like if people, if if the ground floor F zero people are like, "This is a mobile game. This isn't what I wanted. I hate this," right? <laughs> yeah. And that bleeds into which I doubt that it would, because like the mobile market doesn't really care what we think, you know? Yeah. Like a mobile game is going to succeed or not? Uh, that was that is always the funny thing. Listening to because I listen to other Nintendo podcasts, and I was listening to the NVC, and they were talking about the mobile games and stuff. Um, and they were saying, I don't remember what specifically, but you know, just that like they f- didn't like the way that they did the mobile games things. And it wasn't like particularly negative. It was just like, I, we just, I don't like it. Um, and they didn't do those well and stuff um, specifically in the monetary aspect where I'm like, yeah, again, I've said this before here, but we're coming from a console gamer perspective and for just mobile gamers, a lot of them are like, yeah, sure. That's fine. I'm either going to ignore it or I'm going to pay for it. You know and what it's like normal. to me? Like, you whatever. know what it's like to me? Mm-hmm. It's like us as adult human beings saying, baby food ain't that great. Exactly. Like, yeah, yes. uh-huh, right. <laughs> exactly, <laughs> right. But it has this Babies seem to be fine. It has its audience, you know? Yeah. Babies mm-hmm. like it. <laughs> so, yeah. Just a surprise, babies are actually asking for bacon all the time. Let, let um, babies have their baby food, and then they'll work their way up to the steak that you want. You that's know? so true. That's all um, I'm saying. Yeah. But yeah, F-Zero, customer, good comment. Um, F-Zero, it does seem like... I wonder if just SNES F-Zero has been... Is, is just their best received one, probably, I guess. And so that's why they feel like this is the one that we're going to push. Because not the other ones. their best-selling one. <laughs> right, probably. I mean, I haven't looked I'd at the numbers, a, but I'd almost, imagine. Most definitely. Like, I'm like yeah. 90% sure. <laughs> I would imagine so. Um, I'm going to look it up real quick. Falcon, if he can't find it, let us know in the comments. Yep. Uh, I mean, I could probably find it, but it might take longer than yeah, just looking right. it up right now. So I'm not going to bother. Just we can assume it. that you are correct. I think just ballpark. Yeah. Like very least the SNES one sold like four to 5 million. And then mm-hmm. the GameCube one did like 2.5 million. And N64 is somewhere around there. I think that might be uh, overstating it by a yeah. lot for, uh-huh. for um, the GameCube. Yeah, it's 1.5 on oh, the GameCube. Mm-hmm. Um, selling so it might be two. It might be like going down like that, like four to five on the SNES, then like two and a half on N64, and then like one and a half on uh, yep. GameCube. That is very likely. I'm seeing if I can just to round this out, find 
That's okay, it. yeah, sold two point eight five million on the SNES. Oh, so, whoa, rip, dude. Yeah, that's why they yeah. make it. I would have thought yeah. that it made uh, sold way more than that, but it's what, it's, <laughs> the, it's still the best selling one though, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's yeah. that's definitely the best selling one. I mean, unless F Zero X on the N sixty four sold more, but there's no. Yeah, I doubt way. it. No. Um. Yeah, man, it is funny. Like I was going back. Uh, what video was that for two weeks ago? I was looking at the GameCube charts for some reason for whatever video I was making. Mm -hmm. Um, and it is just crazy how not that great. A lot of GameCube videos, I mean, GameCube games, like, so the top five GameCube games, super smash bros melee with 7 million double dash with 7 million as well. Sunshine 6.3 million. And then next up Luigi's mansion at 3.6 animal crossing at 3.15. And then after Wind Waker at 3.07 million, everything else is less than 3 million, which is Rip. like not a ton if we're Rip. being honest. Because you know? there's like what they, they have that figure on their uh, their briefing, whereas like 11 of their games sold more than 10 million units or something crazy like that. Yeah, exactly. Like that's insane. <laughs> Wait, 11, of 11 the... sold 6 million or more on the Switch specifically okay yeah yeah six million uh yeah for sure because the and it was like six sold more than 10 or something yeah that sounds about right because it would be mario kart 8 deluxe uh link's awake not link's awakening uh breath of the wild smash yeah six i yep. didn't count all of them but i did my head but yeah look at that that's uh yeah, that's not great that's crazy no like the gamecube felt like it did it's funny because i feel like it was just so popular in like a, a certain culture or whatever. Um, it was but, a cult classic. It had a lot of great games. So like a lot of people talked about it, you know, yeah. like everybody knows what melee is because melee just like, right. you know, it's dope. Um, but it just didn't, not everybody bought it. They just played yeah. it at their friend's house. <laughs> yeah. Right. Exactly. Weird. All right. I so did. There's that. I had the melee and the game cubes. I had a GameCube, but I didn't get it until later. See, it's your fault. <laughs> it is. Well, my parents went, it was when we moved back to the U.S., blah, blah, blah. And I, st- were like, I still say it's your fault. You weren't persuasive enough. You didn't pull I, up the PowerPoint. You didn't start making spreadsheets <laughs> and stuff. <sighs> yep. I was telling my parents. So my parents are have left now. They've gone other places, but they were here for like a month. I was talking to my mom about the YouTube channel and stuff. And, uh, she was like, I like my past self would be kicking yourself if she knew that you were like doing things with video games now, just in the sense oh, of like, for not like getting you more video games and kind of, not, I guess not even kicking yourself. I don't remember what exactly she said, but something to the effect of like, she didn't really like video games and didn't want me playing that much of them. But it was mm. like, it's fine. Like it's, it's all right. But like, I just don't want that to be, all he spends his time on and stuff. Right. Um, so, you know, she wanted me to do other things, but then now ironically, like if this ends up ever becoming like my full-time job, she was like, that would just be so ironic to my past self. And she was like, I mean, that'd be awesome. Like fully support it, but just very funny considering I was like, yep, that would be way to go. Mom way to not support <sighs> games. Well, just, just me being me. Mm-hmm. It's not an if; it's a win. <laughs> uh, so, past Parker's mom, I'm sorry. Slash, you're welcome. <laughs> you're welcome. <laughs> I think she would say you're welcome too. Um, but yeah, any last thoughts on your video before we move on to the comments for mine? Uh, you know, do it. You know, so true. I mean, it's bound to happen. I feel like N64 and GameCube is coming, but it's just a question of 
also when, not if, but the when is probably in quite a My while. My best friend Reggie <laughs> said that they wanted to get GameCube on Wii U and they never did it. They never did it. I legitimate, like my real guess would be we get N64 games this year or next and then GameCube games the next year or the following one, which is like <laughs> so far away from the console's actual launch, but whatever. Okay. Um, comments for my video. I, I mostly, okay. The video was, should you buy a switch in 2020? Um, people maybe hey, watched it. Maybe you didn't be a pessimist the whole time. You're like, this is, I don't think this feels going to do good. And I'm like, I'm telling you, <laughs> um, do fine. And then it might do significantly better than fine down the road. <laughs> it is funny though. Cause the comments that I pulled, I mean, like a number of comments were just people, you know, you guys being like, yep, you should get it because like you obviously did and you enjoyed it and had a good time. So mostly I picked the negative ones because it's more interesting or at least the like middling kind of ones or mm. questions. So this first one, we kind of talked about it earlier, um, but it's more of a question than a comment, I suppose. But it's Drew Gillot. I said that really wrong. I apologize. Said, I have a question. What if Nintendo, what if a Nintendo Switch Pro releases soon and I buy the Nintendo Switch just before the release date? This is my main concern. Otherwise, I'm fully ready to get a Nintendo Switch ASAP. Thanks, 3000 plus, and then a bunch of emojis. Um, I think you'd be fine. And there's, I mean, there's a lot of stores, like Best Buy, I know used to have a program like this, where it's mm -hmm. like, you're protected, you're future-proof. Just take, take in your freaking thing and then upgrade it for the new thing for like, uh, you know, a small fee yeah. relative to buying a whole new thing. Like maybe you pay them like 50 bucks. Yeah. whatever right if it's within a certain time frame mm -hmm. um so you could do something like that if it is like you know what a lot of people's nightmare scenario seems to be where it's like what if it comes out the week after it's like no mm -hmm. you're just fine at any store at that point. <laughs> yeah just bring it back and then get the new one and then it's like nothing ever happened now I think if you're like if you're like a couple months removed or whatever at that point it's like well it kind of I, paid for itself unless you didn't touch it at all. Right. Know? I mean, that. at that point, yeah, just trade it in and you'll get, especially within the first little bit, they have their trade in values are pretty good when a new thing comes out so that you upgrade because they want you to do that. Yeah. Cause I got my switch at launch mm -hmm. and then the upgraded battery switch came out or whatever. And then yeah. I traded in my old switch and paid like 50 bucks yeah. out of pocket and yeah. got the new one. So it was like, you know? So, and, and I, I responded to the comment too, and pretty much said, I mean, so that kind of thing, like if it does happen that way, then like, yep, those there's things you could do that should make it be pretty painless. But then otherwise chances are at this point, we've been waiting around. I mean, I said this at the top of the show, but like we've been waiting around for a switch pro for like three years now, it feels like that it's been talked about like, Oh, it's going to happen at some point. So at that point, like it could, it could come out later this year. It could come out in a couple months, but chances are, it's we can't just expect when it's going to happen so like no use really waiting around for it just you know have a good old time and uh you know if it's something you have the money for now and you're not going to go bankrupt buying a switch or you know not have groceries or something like that like wait until you've got more money or something but then otherwise if you want it just go ahead and do it and then you'll figure it out later <laughs> which is great financial advice i mean honestly that is kind of the way things work though that's my thought. AJ is being completely silent. I'm reading Max's tweet. I want to read it in the Q and A segment. It's okay. not a Q and A, but he he did a little rant. 
<laughs> was it in response to the one that you responded no, to? Something, well, kind of. Okay. We're doing a Q&A. <laughs> okay, okay. I'm curious. Um, okay, this next question or this next comment is very long, but I think it's also quite interesting. Um, so here we go. Nikki Scott said, well, I'm in a strange position with getting a switch, namely a switch light, because that's the one that I prefer getting. Thanks to my dad, I finally got a job around August of 2019, and obviously that means I can buy a Switch for myself, which I plan on doing maybe sometime this year. But it's just a few things with the Switch that are completely backwards from previous generations that I wish just wasn't the case. I hate the fact that drift is an issue for some folks, regardless of whatever Switch you decide to get as of making this comment. And it's pretty sad that I have to worry about that when uh, when uh, buying a game system from Nintendo when I didn't have to worry about something like that back in the Wii U and Nintendo 3DS days. But it's mainly because of the fact that the Switch for me right now isn't as exciting as opposed to the system's first year. The last time I truly was excited for something Switch-related was during the hype train for Smash Ultimate and when Ultimate Alliance 3 was coming. And thankfully, I've heard many good things about that game. Maybe it's just me being spoiled from the Wii U and 3DS era, considering that I became a fan of Nintendo around that time and many things in that generation felt exciting to me, but I don't know. In that generation, we didn't have to ask for folders, home menu themes, native voice chat, a better online service, though I know some would disagree with that, but at least it was free. Cloud saves or any other way to officially back up your save data locally without it being tied behind a paywall. Virtual console to come back, a better rewards program because my Nintendo just ain't cutting it for me. A better way to add friends, your friend to your friends list because I don't know what uh, person asked for friend codes to come back, etc. I'm not a big online playing person anyway, and the Switch's online service still sucks in my opinion. Nintendo still hasn't got rid of that ridiculous voice chat app. I know not all games use it, but still, Nintendo still hasn't found a way to found a way to completely kill this Joy-Con drift issue. Just ah. We got some great games coming for the platform for the remainder of this year and beyond, but it's still pretty strange that I don't have a switch at all, but I'm perfectly content with just sticking with my Wii U and Nintendo 3DS for the time being. No joke. It feels like this generation so far in Nintendo has been doing a few things right, but many obvious things wrong when some of these same issues were completely addressed last gen. I'm not trying to sound like a mope or whatever, but I can't help it. I have lots of thoughts. <laughs> um, I mean, to sum up all my thoughts, if that's how you feel, then you're in a good place right? Like, don't buy it. <laughs> if you don't feel obligated or compelled to buy this with what's on offer and you haven't bought it, mm -hmm. don't. And just stay that way until you do, right? Like, mm -hmm. there's no need to uh, feel... Uh, and I don't want to say it because I don't think he's being entitled, but mm -hmm. to feel entitled to them having all these things that makes you want to buy the mm -hmm. Switch, right? Like, you didn't buy it, so it's fine. You did the thing that consumers can do. Mm -hmm. You said, what is on offer is not what I want, so I'm not going to buy it. Yep. Don't buy it and just stay where you're at. Yep. <laughs> Unless or until they do. Agreed. So, yes, that. Um, I think, so the, to sum up my thoughts, I think... Yeah, the big thing I mean, you is could say all your thoughts. I summed up my thoughts because you said you had thoughts. And this oh yeah, no, I know. I go wild. I'm gonna. I'm just gonna be so wild, like the <laughs> Thornberry level wild. Oh my! There you go. <laughs> <laughs> um, for anybody who didn't get that, interesting that you didn't get that and didn't have a childhood. Um, so interesting that you were born <laughs> in the nineties. Yeah, really, is what it is. Um. I think, yeah, if, if the games aren't speaking to you, that's the main thing for one thing. Like if you, if the games aren't something that you want and the hardware isn't something that you want, then there's nothing that's something that you want. And that's perfectly fine. Um, the only thing I'll say 
per, with pretty much all of the, besides the Joy-Con drift, like that's one that like does suck that that's a thing. There's a lot, there's ways around it. I would mm-hmm. say, at least in my experience, like I have, I have a set of Joy-Cons right now that I've been playing with for the past probably month or two that I bought actually right here. I've got in this bag, I've got replacement joysticks um, that I have yet to actually install. Ta-da! There it is. Um, but yeah, one of my Joy-Cons says Joy-Con Drift, and I've just been dealing with it for the past two months or so because I just don't really care, and it hasn't affected me that bad. It's just a bit of a nuisance. So, that. But besides that, pretty much all of the other things, in my opinion at least, are things... It's kind of the 80-20 rule or something, some yeah. rule like that, where if you have 80% of the thing you want, you're going to talk about the 20% of stuff that you don't have or something like that. Um, or at least in this case, that's anecdotally, whether that's what the rule actually is or not, that's what I think is going on here. Where, yeah. The people that talk about all these things actually wish, I mean, like myself, I'd love for there to be folders. I wish there would be more themes. Cool. That'd be awesome. But I only talk about those things because it's the things that are holding it back from being all every single thing that I want it to be, but it's, it really day to day doesn't change my life at yeah. all. I, and I mean, for the, really... most, for the most part, that's like human nature. It's like yeah, the, exactly. the sort of thing of like how people talk about like with influencers and mm-hmm. stuff like that. It's like you have hundreds, if not thousands of positive comments, but you see those three negative ones and that's yeah. what you're fixated on. Yeah. Right. Um, and I feel that and I empathize with it, sympathize mm-hmm. with it. What's yeah. the one that I'm more detached? I don't know. Uh, uh, because like, I I look uh-huh. at that on both sides where I'm like, that's eh, not really how I look at it, right? Like people say negative stuff about me all the time. And if anything, I'll like laugh it off or like yeah. I'll show it to somebody and they'll have a complete different reaction mm-hmm. than what I did. And I'm like, well, I, I didn't think it was that. Like something racist, like every seven months or something, mm-hmm. I might get a racist comment. And then I'll show it to one of my friends and be like, hey, look at how stupid this is. And they're like, mm-hmm. this is terrible. Why would they say that to you? You, you should report them to YouTube. Their account mm-hmm. should get deleted and blah, blah. I'm like, Man, I just thought it was kind of <laughs> funny that somebody would say that, to, like just like out in the yeah. open say something like that. Mm-hmm. And that's what that's what this situation is to me, yeah. where it's like, I mean, I guess it would be cool if there was folders. I think mm-hmm. that that one less specifically applies to me because I don't even think I would use it. If we had right? It. Yeah. Um, but like, <laughs> I'm, I'm like, yeah, that that would be cool. But like, I, since it's not something that's in the day to day and not yeah. something that is like. Uh, central to literally mm-hmm. any console, even the ones that have it. Yeah. Uh, I just don't care. It's like, th- if it's there, it's there. If it's not, it's not. Yeah. <laughs> I think like it might be easiest to think of it in the context of if the switch had yet to come out and we knew all the things about it that we know, all the games that are out and stuff like that, the con- the discourse around it would be vastly different than now that it already is out. Right. Because again, like all the people that are talking about these things, 99% of them are people that already have a switch. So again, are fine, but like, like, or love or feel okay I about think, things. I that think do- Nintendo is operating in the same way that they did when switch launched. Mm-hmm. They're coasting by the strength of their games. They're mm-hmm. saying you buy this cause breath of the wild. And that's all it is. It's like your iPad doesn't have freaking menu music. <laughs> yeah. Right. So why should we, 
The mm-hmm. things that matter on your iPod, iPad are the apps. And I mean, to be fair, they have backgrounds on iPad. Right, but how yeah. long did it take for that to happen? Mm-hmm. You know, well, iPad had it at launch, but like iPhone went like six years or something like that before they oh. added it. It was like iOS 4 or something. That's like that. weird. Yeah. iOS 4 <laughs> was like when they added backgrounds to the iPhone. Yeah. Um, so I think that that's how Nintendo's mm-hmm. approaching it, where it's like we're function first. Mm-hmm. And maybe we'll slowly add the like, mm-hmm. you know, the style part of it. Yep. But yeah, I think I that's all exactly true. And these are all things that I would surmise are things that the people that are talking about them don't really care about them as much as it's there's a lot of little things there, but I don't think most of the people care about them as much as is there as not, much as it seems they're not like. serious for deterrence like they are yeah. for uh this mm-hmm. for nikki scott right like for him it's like nah i'm out man and they don't have that and that's fine <laughs> yeah. but yeah. for everybody else it's like well the, the 80 to 20 rule they're like yeah. well 80 percent got me here but i'm still mad about that 20 right yeah exactly and you can you know be as mad about the 20 percent as you want to be but whether it's justified or not is i guess another question yeah that's um, the arguable part yeah so it's interesting stuff for sure. But um, yeah, I, maybe the, in any case, Nikki, maybe that helps you recontextualize some of when you hear YouTubers specifically talking about these things, a like YouTube is built for clicks. And that's like, we, we try to, we specifically try to uh, do yeah, it in the nicest way possible. We're not like, going to make a video to try to get your clicks by using the, the no. reaction that we think you want. Right? right. Like, I think that that's what a lot of YouTubers do and you'll yep. see it because like, there'll be a video where it's like X game sucks. Right. And then if the community reacts in the opposite way, like they're not, like, mm-hmm. it's not a confirmation bias for them. <laughs> you'll see a lot of YouTubers backtrack and say, I didn't really think that, you know, like uh-huh. after playing it three seconds, I realized <laughs> <laughs> love you know like that sort of thing that's not you're never going to see that from us yeah because if we say something it's like this is how i feel about this in this moment here's mm-hmm. why and then if we do change our minds here's why we change our minds and it was after meditation and, you know like <laughs> on our own self we don't really in yeah. that way like we we read feedback as you yeah. see on the comments and we take mm-hmm. that into consideration but that's not going to sway us no. more than our own personal thoughts probably the only thing that would make it sound it are th- our titles would say words probably like need and deserve and perfect, yeah. whatever more often than like, you and know, again, I don't really I mean, think the switch like needs folders, but like for it to be the switch that I want it to be. Yeah. It would need folders. You know what I mean? And, and that's see, I think that it does, but it doesn't in the way that a lot of people look okay, at also it. Also yes. When they see it like that. Right. Cause like when you say, man, I need some cookies right now, right? <laughs> you don't actually need cookies, but yeah, you do, you know, like not yeah. everything is kind of like that sour thing, yeah. right? When I say like an orange is sour, it's not the most sour thing I've ever tasted in my life. But to like, some degree, I, I do need that, you know, five or six episodes per- in a row. <laughs> my personal satisfaction, I need this thing, right? Uh-huh. Yeah. It, it's all context. It know? is indeed. So, but yeah, good comment. In any case, it was interesting to think through and so curious how that progresses. If anything changes that, whatever, Nikki, let us know as it keeps going. Um, next comment. This one <laughs> was also an interesting, a bit of a roller coaster because I <laughs> responded to the comment and then Jay said more things back to that. And so it was like kind of up and down, very fun time to read. So <laughs> to, I guess to the question of, should you buy a switch in 2020? Jay says, no, not really all caps. 
I bought mine about eight months ago, went all out on the eShop Indies and pre-ordered Mario Maker 2 with online after seeing the sales history on Deku deals. Lack of support. Um, hang on. I think, okay, I... I think they're at some point phrasing, let me reread. So went all out on the eShop and pre-ordered Mario Maker 2 with online. After seeing the sales, history on Deku deals, lack of support and lack of forward thinking about everything but money by Nintendo, I'm jaded and pretty bummed about almost everything except many of the wonderful indie games that are on offer. Don't get me wrong, I love a lot of the main IPs and having a, con and having a console on the play to go, but suggest... To play on the go. To play on the go. I don't know what I said, but that. On the uh, play to go. <laughs> <laughs> on the play to go. Come on, of course. Um, but suggest you do not buy anything for full price or on release. Sales are always coming. And there are plenty of cheap yet lovely games to get you through the holidays. I guess it's been a, lesson, a lesson of patience, but did I need a switch for that? LOL. Um, and then, like, again, after I said something, he responded some more and said some different things. So it, it sounds like, in general, he's landed on, like, it's it's been good, but like I wish that I didn't done some stuff differently. What it sounds thing. like to me is this is less of a like uh, not liking the thing on mm -hmm. offer and more of just generally being the type of person that doesn't buy things at full price. Or yeah, I mean buyer's remorse because of context and stuff of you know like oh I did want this game but. I paid $60 for it. And if I had waited two more weeks, I would have paid $40 for it and stuff like that, which I will say, it doesn't even look like that's the case because would he, like, it looks like he's saying like Nintendo, like they don't put games on sale. I mm -hmm. bought this because I have other platforms or whatever mm -hmm. or whatever, where, uh, like games do regularly go on price. Mm -hmm. Whereas on Nintendo platforms, they generally don't unless right. they sell poorly and then they'll drop the price. Mm -hmm. Um, and since they don't do that, now I'm like upset because I assume that they would mm, and they didn't. Right. Um, less so than like I bought this and then a month later, Mario Odyssey is now $45 in perpetuity or whatever, mm -hmm. right? Because it's not. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, like, and that also is fine. I feel like your, th this comment is more so the, the bad timeline of Nikki's situation <laughs> where. In reality, he Jay should have just said no, right? And just not bought it. Uh -huh. <laughs> but unfortunately, he bought it. And now mm -hmm. he's in this situation where either he went forever for a sale mm -hmm. or he just bites the bullet and pays the $60 mm -hmm. for the game or whatever. Yeah, uh, I think, I mean, I was talking in, um, in the Discord yesterday with a bunch of people. And I want to say it was Cowboy that was saying um, just that like, you know, he budgets out and around Christmas, he might get a couple more games, but generally like buys one $60 game every three months and that kind of thing. And that's really like, I I've done a pretty good job of not spending that much of my own money on switch games. I mean, outside of now though with fanatics for cause review copies and stuff like that. But for the most part, like waiting, getting birthday presents, getting games for presents or Amazon gift cards and stuff like that. Um, but I think it is really easy to be like, oh, just get this game and this game and this game. And it adds up really quick if you're, if you're not careful. So then I could definitely see, especially with if you have a lot of games, because I'll do a lot of research before the games that I get because I want it to be something that's actually going to be worth it. Um, that's why I ended up getting Diablo 3 for like $9 because it was on sale for like, I don't know, 30 or something at some point. And then I had gold points or something, whatever it was. 
Um, I guess because just, I, just for me, like even mm-hmm. removed from video games, like being yeah. my job right. and getting a lot of games for free and stuff like that. Even the games, I would say the games that I get for free, I think about even more than, or that I ask for for free or accept yeah. like, not just them emailing me a code and it's like, well, they're not going to take this bag. Right. (laughs) If I had to say yes or no to a game, Mm -hmm. I think more about accepting or not accepting that than I would if I paid for it. Mm -hmm. Because to me, it's like, well, then I got to make content and then Mm -hmm. they're expecting return on investment in some way. And then that whole thing. Um, But for the games that I bought even before this, it was a thing of like, okay, well, this is $60. How much time am I going to spend on this? Mm-hmm. It, it, become a, it, it wasn't really a deterrent in that way where it's like, well, this money's going to add mm-hmm. up. It's like, well, I'm spending money on something I'm not going to play. Yeah. <laughs> and I think that games become a lot less expensive once you're honest with yourself in that way, mm-hmm. right? Where it's like, okay, um, yeah, Nintendo released Breath of the Wild and Super Smash Bros. Ultimate and freaking Mario Odyssey and mm-hmm. Mario Kingdom Battle, Mario Plus Rabbids Kingdom Battle, and mm-hmm. like Luigi's Mansion 3 and all this stuff. Are you going to play all of this in one month? No. Yeah. <laughs> so why buy it all at once? Yeah. Buy it, finish it, buy another. If mm-hmm. you're concerned about price and all that stuff, yeah. right? Because there's a, a ton of games that I've planned. I was like, I'm probably going to get that eventually. And then by the time I, it got to, uh, point where i could have a backlog you know finished up to play it or whatever i can't think of specific examples but um yeah there's just some games that i'm like that one interests me and like maybe if i have some downtime later i'll pick it up and play it and then it got to my downtime later i'm like "Eh, i'm glad i didn't pick it up i didn't care that much about it and so like i think having maybe that kind of timeline is ends up being helpful as far as yeah not like buying a ton of stuff at once and then regretting it and I think when you consume the type of stuff that like we make often, mm-hmm. right? It almost feels like you have to buy it when everybody's mm-hmm. t- especially like the single player stuff. But like you don't <laughs> like you know, like especially yeah. for us, we're not going to spoil the game for you. So like yeah. if you uh, and if if it is going to be something that is like spoiled, it's going to be obvious, right? Like we're going to talk about stuff that happens towards the end of Pokemon Sword and Shield in a video called Pokemon Sword and Shield Spoiler Cast, or yeah. about the Pokemon uh, Crown Tundra DLC, right? Like we're going to mention stuff that happens towards the end of Sword and Shield because mm-hmm. that contextualizes. Yeah. contextualizes the dlc right um but you're not going to click on the video and just be like, well that just was a game that i didn't get a chance to play or that i <laughs> yeah. didn't buy it because i know i can't play it or whatever right mm-hmm. um so it's just like a i would suggest yeah. just not buying stuff that you don't have mm-hmm. time to play or the money to play even yep. uh and b avoid content that's gonna or creators even entirely mm-hmm. that are gonna create content around uh games in that way that you mm-hmm. haven't gotten to yep. or just the type of creators that like all they do, like the game explains where it's like, okay, we're going to up upload the ending of this game or whatever. Right. And then you mm-hmm. see the final boss in the thumbnail. Yeah. And that's more than you wanted to see or whatever. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, avoid stuff like that. Yeah. Which, yeah, um, exactly. As it um, the last going back to, to the last sentence that he said, uh, I guess it's been a lesson in patience, but did I need a switch for that? LOL. Honestly, mm-hmm maybe not in the sense that yes it needed to be a switch but like i know for me i learned this kind of a lesson in in high school we had like a uh, i don't know kind of like a walgreens sort of a thing or like a slash deli sort of thing that that was on the same block as our school so it was considered on campus so we could go there on like lunch breaks and stuff like that um to buy things and so i had some amount of allowance and i would go 
a lot of days and just buy just a little thing here and there. But then my whole allowance would have been gone by the end of the month because I'd just been spending it on all of these little things. And at some point that was my switch in this case of like learning like, Oh, that's okay. Little bits of money add up to things quickly. Um, so I need to like prioritize how I want to spend money, blah, 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 you know, that kind of thing. So sometimes I think for people, there might need to be some kind of thing for you to learn that lesson. Um, but I mean, everybody's individual lessons are going to be different for everybody else. So maybe at the end of this, Jay, anyway, you're like, ah, whatever, I'll just do things a different way. And that's fine too. So it's not a big deal, but, uh, curious how that all continues and whatnot. And which of those games too, that were the ones that you liked? Uh, last question or last comment on this video. And then we'll move into the Q and a is from Jordan DeBest, who says my joy con is actually stiff instead of drifting. It's annoying. Oh, and if you decide to get to it later, the games might be Nintendo selects. Um, that's true. So that's, that's true. that is an interesting thing. Yeah. Cause I mentioned like, is it worth getting it now or like later down the road? Uh, and you know, kind of the like, this way, at least, if you get it sooner rather than later, you can enjoy it for longer, which is true. But again, if you wait later, maybe there's going to be Nintendo Switch. But then again, again, maybe I, they don't, don't even, even do that. I don't even know if that's true. Like, if you're the type of person, uh, like it sounds like Jay, for instance, is right, mm-hmm. where he's still enjoying his Wii U. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, right. It's, it wouldn't be longer. You just started enjoying it at a different point in time. Like, if yeah. I buy my Switch in 2019, mm-hmm. I enjoyed it until freaking 2015, I mean, 2025. Yeah. It's not any different from somebody that bought it in 2017. Yep. And I played Twilight Princess for the first time in 2016. So, like, <laughs> that's a real thing. Yeah. Played Super Mario Sunshine for the first time in 2017. So, like, yeah, that's just, it's fine. Um, but, yeah, that that is something to potentially take into consideration as a Nintendo Select saying, but also we don't know that they're happening for sure. Although there's good precedent that they would. So who's, who's really to say, um, so then that's just up to you. Personal preference, I guess, of whether you'd rather wait and find out or go ahead and get it now. Um, but everything's personal preference along this line anyway. So who cares (laughs) and all that stuff. Okay. That's it for my video. I don't have any else, anything else to add other than, hey, if feel this is an easy one to share with friends if you want to. Very much you don't have to. But if you have a friend that's like, I don't know if I should go to Switch, just send them this video and they'll be like, that was a weird guy, but maybe I'll get a Switch. Yep. <laughs> okay, Q&A. Um, do you want me to share my screen for this comment? Sure. <laughs> okay. So <laughs> follow Max on Twitter, everybody. <laughs> There you go. Here we go. Here's Max. Um, Max is a good. I like Max. Yeah. But here he said this. <laughs> Rant. I've had three friends buy switches recently. All have asked to borrow my games because after three years of the, after three years, the entire library is close to full price. Nintendo Switch is 100% the most expensive system. There's a huge library of great games that just isn't that accessible. Even if you wanted to buy the three biggest Switch games from 2017 pre-owned, you're looking at over 120 pounds for three games. If you bought a PS4 now and wanted to catch up on the four best exclusives from 2016 to 2018 pre-owned, it would cost you 60 pounds, probably even cheaper in digital sales. I get the Switch games hold their value and it's great for those of us who might end up selling our system in the future, but the average person can't buy a switch and catch up on the system's best games without spending double the cost of the console alone. 
even games that didn't do that well, like Star- Kirby Star Allies and Arms, are thirty to forty dollars or pounds pre-owned. Skyrim and Doom are forty pounds or more. Nintendo doesn't even support Splatoon two anymore or with content anymore, and it's forty pounds. And there we go. Okay, so I mean, this is basically just a case of the haves and the have-nots, right? <laughs> Where it's like, I mean, yeah, that sucks, dude. That that uh, people that bought a Switch don't want to spend that much money, and it still costs that much, and blah blah blah, and a lot of stuff that we already touched on with this. But mm-hmm. like, even like with his last example, right? Kirby Star Allies and Arms not selling well. They both sold more than two million units each. Like that's a lot, especially for games that mm-hmm. allegedly are too expensive, right? Mm-hmm. So even if they drop the price in half, if they if they did the whole Uncharted Four thing, and I could just go to GameStop and buy it for fifteen dollars, mm-hmm. how much profit are they going to make on that? Like if Kirby Star right now, right? If I never played Kirby Star mm-hmm. Allies and they drop the price in our money, in American money, real money. <laughs> no, I'm joking, because uh, <laughs> I know he's going to be like, what cost is it? I don't really care. Uh, if they if they <laughs> slice Kirby Star Allies price uh-huh. in the half, that's not going to make me want to play Kirby Star Allies because the game is just not worth that at that point, yeah. right? Like right. the games that they say, this is how much it's worth, and then it stays at that worth for a long time, mm-hmm. that's because people are still buying it in enough quantity that it's making them money. Mm-hmm. Because again, Nintendo is not trying to be your friend. They're not trying to say, hey, those other guys are doing it, so we're going to do it too. In mm-hmm. fact, they're trying to do the opposite of that. So they see that PlayStation's like, well, we're the bargain bin people, dude. Like, just come on over. Just bring five bucks and you'll have a great time for months, right? Uh-huh. Nintendo's like, no, we're a premium product and that's just, you know, that's how it's going to be. Mm-hmm. And that's how they see themselves. They Their inspiration is Apple, whereas PlayStation maybe wants to be more Walmart, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and, yeah, you know, it sucks if you don't want to spend a lot of money. But like that doesn't mean that what they're doing isn't smart because if you look at their financial uh, results, <laughs> it's very much so smart. It's just unfortunate for people that you know yeah. don't want to buy in. Which is- I think I mean, and it it might make sense with why. I mean, I think Nintendo would be doing it regardless. But with why they're so close to indie studios now is knowing that like oh those are the things where we can recommend that people come in and could buy a whole bunch of things with very little money um just because it's cheaper on that front but i mean i think yeah it's 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 an all or nothing sort of thing either you're a company that just keeps the price up there because people are paying it or you're one that reduces everything and because otherwise then people are going to not buy like with, in this case, people know Nintendo games are going to say 60 bucks, might as well just buy it at 60 bucks or wait for a small sale, like, you know, a seasonal sale, which those are also going to happen. Not for every single game, but you know, you could buy breath of the wild for $45 black Friday or something like that. Um, but for the most part, this way, it means somebody sees it for $60 and is like, I'm going to have to pay that regardless. Whereas if God of War were $60 still and Horizon Zero Dawn was $9, people would be like, well, I'm not going to buy well, God of War right now exactly. because it's going to get discounted anyway. Exactly. So it's, it's sort of a precedent thing. Um, and I don't know that there's a way to change it. And, but I agree I just, that it, I, I, it sucks think, on your wallet, but like, right. it kind of is just like it is what it is at the same time. So I think that there's two when it comes to consumer uh facing companies right where, where what they mm-hmm. do is they sell you things there's two different uh philosophies there's the customer is always right 
Mm-hmm. And then there's the customer doesn't know what they want until we show it to them. <laughs> right. And yeah. that is where Nintendo's at. They don't, yeah. they don't feel like you're always right. That's why mm-hmm. Splatoon doesn't let you do custom matchmaking and like all mm-hmm. that crap. Like it's because they feel like they're giving you the experience that you came there for. And 9.6 million people or whatever said, <laughs> yeah, dude, I'm down, you know? Yeah. And that's who you really need to take it up with, you know? Cause like, that's what Nintendo's barometer is. It's mm-hmm. not freaking uh, the 200 people or whatever that tweet Game Freak every time they post anything. When Masuda's like, hey, man, I got a new cat. Everybody's like, <laughs> hashtag bring back the National Dex. They don't care about what those people uh-huh. are saying. They care about the 16 million people that bought the game. Yep. So you got to take it up with those people that are apparently buying this like unplayable product or mm-hmm. like paying too much in quotes for this game you know like the market says the game costs way more than you think it should mm-hmm. and that's the problem yeah nintendo is a, a business they're not your friend <laughs> you know like if 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 it was me and you parker right if and that's we're, me. i'm one of those people exactly if we're trying to freaking you know like max knows that our our phone has a hole in it right and we're trying to sell him <laughs> this phone for a freaking retail price that's mm-hmm. something that you could say like oh man that's messed up i'm your friend like you shouldn't mm-hmm. be trying to like you know uh nickel and dime me like that or whatever right mm-hmm. but they, they don't have that they're not beholden to you in that way they say here's the thing take it or leave it so many people are taking it that they don't care if you specifically want to leave it uh-huh but you have that choice. This just in, leave it. <laughs> every game has a phone-sized hole in it. AJ said so. Yep. It's hurtful. Yes. <laughs> but basically what I'm saying yeah, is, yeah. As on, a, on a person-to-person basis, mm-hmm. if I'm trying to rip you off and you know that I'm ripping you off, yeah. then you saying, like, this is a rip-off, this isn't fair, has merit. But when it's this corporation that exists yeah. to make money and nothing else, mm-hmm. it just kind of falls yeah. on deaf ears right like that's yeah and i think it. at that point that is i mean kind of goes back to some of the things we were saying before just as far as like it's a question of how you will then want to manage that for yourself mm-hmm. um and then that also doesn't mean that you have to particularly like it because like yeah. i think i think and what max is saying is like super valid in right. the sense of and like it I'm sucks saying. like i think uh, also like i tweeted something about uh game freak uh, uh so somebody from Cerebi. Mm-hmm. tweeted that um like just because pokemon oh yeah, yeah. Are doing mm-hmm. well that doesn't mean that they they're don't not going to listen to criticism the, or... yeah they hear the criticism and that they're because i mean they're literally already doing it and that's mm-hmm. basically what the gist of his tweet yeah. was and i was like yeah like we got breath of the wild even though people weren't happy with skyward sword right mm-hmm. like that could very much so be the case here mm-hmm. uh and like people weren't happy with skyward sword skyward sword still sold millions Mm-hmm. as Zelda games usually do. Mm-hmm. They didn't set the world on fire, but that's mm-hmm. also par, par for the course, right? Uh, Pokemon games always sell well. Mm-hmm. They always try to improve, but their barometer for how much they should improve usually is way more... Uh, conservative, uh, maybe? Yeah, conservative yeah. than it currently is, right? So now they're going to say, oh, shoot, okay, well, when we have the opportunity, we're going back to the drawing board and we're going to like add more. Like, If they don't do that with Gen 9 or whatever, right? Then that's when you're like, well, I'm not buying this game, blah, 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 because they knew this time and there's no doubt whether or not they knew. But leading into this, like 
And I know from personal experience, because I talk about Pokemon <laughs> all the time. And every time I'm like, I want Pokemon to mm-hmm. just make a freaking 180 dude and become yep. a whole new game. Everybody is like, no, oh, I wanted to be the Game Boy games for the next 20 years. I think um, people had started saying it before the game came out, but definitely not before it started being developed. Like w- when it started being developed, uh, like probably around the time, start, let's I go Pikachu people, and Eevee exactly, came exactly. out. Exactly. Which is, which is like, it's too late. Yeah. yeah that's way you can't, too late. So even at that point, yeah. Pokemon Sword and Shield were pretty much like done as far it was as, locked like, the, in what yeah. the direction. Yeah. The planning docs were done, right? Like yeah. even Sakurai, he, put, he he has a list of characters and he's like, all right, we're not at anymore. This is the mm-hmm. planning doc. We're done yeah. <laughs> effectively, you know? Um, and that's where we're at. It's like, and uh, somebody was like, uh, put memes in the, uh, like in the responses where it's like, oh, you're getting paid. And it's like, no, I'm actively, how many times in just this <laughs> podcast have I told people, yeah. do not buy things period and i genuinely mean that please mm-hmm. do not buy it because i like the fact that people are uh coming in droves and saying i don't want to buy x y and z i think that this should improve and blah blah because yep. at the end of the day we're getting a better thing what i take issue with is people being like toxic about it you know mm-hmm. um and making it into something that it's not like yes pokemon's not as good as it could be or yes these games probably could do uh, like they probably should be cheaper for whatever reason or whatever right um, even though I less so agree with that because again, like mm-hmm. freaking Mario Kart eight deluxe sold 22 million units. Yeah. Um, it's, it's just like, it's, it's just easier for me to separate my desires from what I know is just like realistic. Yeah. It'd Especially be because if Nintendo paid me twenty dollars, <laughs> right. I would love that, but I know that's not realistic. Yeah. It's true. But yeah, Interesting stuff, Max. Thanks for being our friend and saying things that we can react to <laughs> and whatnot um, and taking it in stride. All right. Pitar 35. This is uh, from Discord. Nobody yeah, asked For the record, to- this is in the shot. I just thought it was a good opportunity to one, include you, and two, it was on brand with the rest of the conversation. It's true. Yeah. It all fit in quite nicely. Yeah. And I read him saying that before. So that was... Good stuff. Um, from Discord. Timing. Just don't tweet stuff. That's perfect timing, dude. I know. If you don't want to be in the podcast. <laughs> so true. Uh, Pitar35 asks, do you think Smash, we kind of answered this earlier, do you think Smash will pass Mario Kart in sales? No. no. Sure don't. Um, I think Unless Smash... Smash Brothers drops down to $20. <laughs> <laughs> I think Smash, where it is right now, could pass Mario Kart where it is right yeah. now. Yeah, uh-huh. But like Mario it could, Kart will sell more by then. Yes, right, exactly. And I mean, uh, yeah, in any case. Um, also, what are your predictions for the <laughs> annual February Direct? <laughs> uh, it'll be in January. Uh, the February Direct will definitely be in January of uh, 2023. The, the January 51st yeah. uh, Nintendo Direct. Uh, indeed. Um, good one. Lord Commander Greenway, if a woodchuck could chuck wood, how much would it, how much would it chuck? I don't know. Yeah. Hmm. Uh, Parker, I mean, this is Parker. Ian said something about um, woodchucks being freeloaders or something like that. No, I said um, if a woodchuck could um, pay uh, somebody to chuck wood for him. <laughs> uh, no, how much would a woodchuck pay to chuck wood for him so he can brag about it to his friends that he got a lot of work done, but he didn't really have uh-huh. to do anything? Uh, I don't know. What's the. Oh, you wouldn't even get this reference because it's from The Office. Yeah, right, dude. 
uh, the it's going to be shrew bucks to Stanley Nichols, everybody. That's the, that's the reference <laughs> I was going for. So rip, rip Stanley Nichols. Uh, Duncan asks, are y'all going banana? Are y'all going as bananas for the animal crossing special edition as I am? Because I have absolutely no impulse control over special editions. <laughs> it looks um, nice. I, yeah, I want the joy. Con- I I'm way more like if they sold the joy con yes. separately, I would spend too much money but i'm not really i think the only time that i like teeter on the edge is when it's a pokemon one yeah like i was i came very close like if i was like if i like saw it at a store i would have a freaking mm-hmm. pokemon sword and shield mm-hmm. yeah. switch but i just never saw it at a store at the times i went to a store so i was like all right i'm not good i have enough impulse control to not buy it on amazon because that just feels like more work to be like it does i want to spend money Yes, I want to spend money. Yes, I'm sure I want to spend money. I want to spend money to this address. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) (laughs) Whereas at a store, it's like, I just got to make that decision twice. It's like, I grab the box, I put it on the uh, freaking counter Mm -hmm. for cashier to bring it up and then I get Mm -hmm. the money. Like, and it's true. And then your card malfunctions and then you have to get cash out and then whatever. See, if that happens, then I just, at that point, I'm like, it's not meant to be. Arceus (laughs) is telling me not to get it. Arceus. So true. But yeah, um, I, yeah, I don't think there, I think down the road, if the joy cons are out by themselves, I've already got, four sets see this is the thing i do joy cons so like because the, yeah, the, the only way i'm getting another set is if i can get full blue that's what i want i want full yep. blue and i still don't got it the i mean of the like neon blue color because i've yes. got full blue of the neon i know <laughs> i like i knew that before this but i saw it yep. on your videos like freaking ass yeah, there you go. It's like uh, adding it's cards to the, to the. I was like putting the end cards on. I was like freaking double blue. <laughs> it's like you think he's all cool. It's <laughs> double blue. <laughs> uh, yeah, on his, that and the right one's the one that has the Joy-Con drift. But I'm like, I'm not taking it off. It's double blue. <laughs> like that's what life is about. Uh, See, I could have did that. See, I almost had double blue yep. because I got the other set. Like I bought a new set, uh-huh. and I was like, wait, I have the because I got the new for switch your new switch. Well, did you get grays? No, or, I have. Neon. Oh, you got. Oh, okay, so, cool. For, so for my new switch, I got neon, yeah. and then I they got Joy Con eventually because I still uh, right Smash Brothers. Yep, on my switch and handheld mode. Mm-hmm. Um, but, um, yeah, so I went in and I traded it and I was like, wait, I should go back and get the blue ones back and uh, freaking do that. And I was like, wait, but that's the one that's drifting. <laughs> so I just, like the, the, the double blue dream yeah. died. The yeah. double blue dream. Yeah. It's so sad. Isn't like Japan's reversed or something like that? Could I like, uh, you get, so, okay. So right now, what are your joy cons? Is it still the red and the blue? Yes. Okay. If Where's you get, <laughs> if you just go to the store and buy a set of red and blues, they're reversed from what the console is. Yeah, but that's already did that. That's what I'm saying. I traded in the Joy-Con oh. that were on my original Switch for a new set because they were drifting. Okay, gotcha, gotcha. So yeah. now I have the reverse set because I I bought them separately. Yeah. Okay. Then that sucks. Rip. The dream's dead. That's what the I'm dream saying. is gotta, dead. Like, yeah. Um, from, from Japan or something. Yeah, I think so. I heard that those are reversed. And if that's the case, I'll just freaking do that, dude. Yeah. <laughs> or, which I never see. You can buy individuals some places, too. I think on Amazon, actually. Here, let's go find that's out. That's what I was about to say, that they have them individually. And also, they used to, at some point, they sold them, like, double blue and double red. But I never see that either. Yeah, I haven't seen that in a while, either. I've um, literally never seen it. <laughs> like, not even one Joy-Con. time. I'm looking on Amazon right now. 
Um, okay. Yeah. So like you can buy it's 50 bucks instead of, I mean, still that's cheaper than buying a whole double set uh, for 70 or 80, depending on if it's on sale or not. But on Amazon, they've got genuine Nintendo switch, Joy-Con wireless controller, neon blue, right. Which is the one that you would need, I think. And then I need, I'm going to have one, I'm going to have one and a half sets of Joy-Con. <laughs> yep. <sighs> Good old blue. All right. More comments and questions. Uh, Lord Commander Grimhain, single player or multiplayer? Only did one can exist. The, did you hear the reasoning for this name? Oh, no, not at all. I'm very I, so, curious. so I was like, yeah, I was talking about them in the supporters chat mm-hmm. um, about this. And I was like, yeah, I, I, like me and Parker were just completely unaware why your name, like you just went up in rank because yeah. I modded him <laughs> in the Discord. And I was like, somebody was like, Lord Command, like mod Lord Commander Grimhane or something. Uh-huh. And I was like, by this time next year, your freaking uh, title is not going to fit in a tweet. <laughs> talking about why it happened it was something in the wolf then discord oh interesting um, but i don't i don't remember the context for that so he's maybe cheating on us maybe we'll say on the Grim I mean, technically technically he's here because i was on bob's channel doing something it's true yeah so he's cheating on them by being yeah, but he likes me more so it's fine. oh nice but he likes dan more than me so <laughs> <laughs> he does man Grimhane loves Dan. I'm so well, excited time, that Dan's going to be a PAX. Every time Dan, I mean, like Grimhane sees a new person, it's recency bias. He's like, <laughs> he's like, man, AJ is way better than Bob. And then he sees Dan, he's like, man, Dan's way better than AJ. <laughs> I don't know because I'm the newest, and I, I don't true. think I could That's outrank true. Dan. That's true, but I think that, just saying, I think that it doesn't matter because you're part of me, so uh, you got absorbed into his I'm like, hey, he's old news of you. Yes. <laughs> one of us um <laughs> but yeah i'm super stoked that dan's gonna be at pax yo it's all. gonna be late yep do we we should figure out more details about that at some point um, um i think we did but i don't know oh. I, i'll talk i'll talk to you about what me and dan talked about brilliant um so yes the question as it were uh single player or multiplayer only one can exist. However, any multiplayer with single player characters would cease to exist along with the single player game. Um, so, so you're saying like components, I assume is what he means. Oh, gotcha. I'm curious. Those single player components would cease to exist. Okay. Yeah. Cause he said characters, but yeah, if it means components, so like world of light, so like would Pokemon, also- there's no multiplayer or there's no say the either one. Yeah, I guess it depends on how you define it. Because uh, I, I I would say um, Pokemon's a single player game for me, and it's a multiplayer game for you. Right, <laughs> but I would say that just like just based on even though like yeah, it would be it would define how your experience uh-huh. is with it. I think maxed out potential. Pokemon's more of a multiplayer game than it is a single player. Right. Game. Yeah. Long term um, total. Because the yeah. single player is kind of like Splatoon. Where yeah. the single player is there to build up to the multiplayer. It's just that some people they're like, "All right, I had enough." <laughs> you know, the 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 thirty hour tutorial is why I am here. <laughs> yep. I I mean, this is the no brainer. I probably for both of us, definitely for me. Yeah, but opposite ends of it. Yes, exactly. <laughs> like you're going to be multiplayer. I would say I would say ninety seven percent. I'm going to single player. What about like, I don't know if you had to put a percentage on it. Cause I'd imagine you're not a hundred percent multiplayer. The thing is I play everything. Yeah. Like I, I think that in that regard, I'm more balanced. 
where it's like oh, I play a lot yeah. of a, a multiplayer game and a lot of a single player game. Yeah. And I play a lot more genres overall. Mm-hmm. Um, but I enjoy the multiplayer experience more because uh, I don't know. It's just more of a re- like if all games were single player, I don't mm-hmm. think I would touch any game <laughs> as long. You know, like yeah, I would right. play, I would play through the initial thing and put my two hundred hours in the Breath of the Wild or whatever, yeah. right? But then I would just be done and not yeah. play anything for four months. Whereas with Smash Brothers, right? Even if there's like a single player game that I'll try and then maybe I'll put six hours into it and I'm like, yeah, mm-hmm. I don't really like it this much. I'm done. I'm yep. still going to play Smash Brothers another 100 hours between when that game comes out, I mean, came out, and the next game comes out, mm-hmm. right? So it's just like I get significantly more bang for my buck, only, like in sheer playtime and also in like shared experiences. Because yeah, then right. I'm playing it with people that I like, you know, that I'm around the IRL, mm-hmm. also with people like Falcon or people in the Discord, right? Like that doesn't happen with single player games. We're not mm-hmm. just gonna, like, I mean, we might if that if that was an option where, I mean, if that was the only option where it's like, all right, everybody, we're gonna do a Discord call and we're all gonna play Breath of the Wild. And then every once in a while, somebody's like, yo, I found a Lionel. I'm like, oh, shoot, that's crazy. But it's not yeah. the same as all playing a multiplayer game. Yeah, right. Sharing that, you know. So yeah, I'm True. definitely multiplayer for that reason. Yep. And I'm definitely single player. So I'm glad. Good job, team. Uh cereal or still Grim Hain, cereal mm-hmm. or eggs for breakfast. Hashtag fanatics foods. Cereal. I don't eggs. even like eggs, dude. You're I don't crazy. even like them. I don't even like them. I like cereal fine. Uh, but like I also I don't eat breakfast that often. Same. Um, I never eat breakfast. And so if I'm ever. gonna eat breakfast, like I'd like it to be eggs and bacon and sausage kinds of you know like a fun like ah we're doing breakfast you know see this is the thing this is the thing i like breakfast Mm because i like like freaking waffles dude waffles are great waffles are great i like sausage Sausage not a fan of bacon i don't like eggs yeah that's eggs are great like freaking what what else is breakfast i don't like grits I'm not a big, I'm really, yeah, I'm not from the South really. So yeah, grits are not great. Not a huge grits guy. I'm okay with them now. Like I've had them enough times that I'm like, put it on a shirt. Grits are not great. (laughs) Um, but yeah, like I'm like, any food that's described by its texture is probably not. (laughs) (laughs) It's probably not doing the best. Well, I don't know what, like peanut butter. Is that like described? I don't know. I'm not sure. Here was, oh, uh, very random, but apparently it was National Peanut Butter Day last Friday. And so one of my coworkers sends us shower thoughts, um, like a list of five every Friday. Mm -hmm. And one of them, I I was like, my mind was kind of blown a little bit, was that peanut, okay, um, what is it? What, they say peanut butter, crunchy peanut butter snack? No. Oh, maybe no. I, did I say this on the podcast? Yeah, I think I said this on the podcast. No, you didn't. That's okay. why I was, that's why I'm no. like, oh, what? so it's, um, we were talking about it on the podcast. I know. <laughs> How did I not think of this then? Is that syrup is, stop me if I said this, because I felt no, you like not. I must have. Syrup is sticky to the touch, but smooth to the mouth. Peanut butter is smooth to the touch, but sticky to the mouth. That's true. That's a good point. Crazy. <laughs> I feel like it has all to do with moisture. I don't know, <laughs> but it's, it's just, I was like, wow, that's a good old time. All right. Which came first, the chicken or the egg? Still great Maine's question. Um, I don't know, dude. I don't want like, oh, yes. I feel like, I feel like answering this question is judgmental. <laughs> uh, yeah. Depends. I guess what stance you take on various things. If we're going, I don't know. It's, yeah. <laughs> you know? 
I feel like uh, either just, one could lead to the other, you know? Like, I think you could believe in whatever you want and believe either one. But I honestly think so, too. I mean, like, I, but I, I mean, feel like one or the other is suggestive of believing in one thing or not. That's true. I mean, everybody here knows, like, I talk about going to church and stuff uh, like that. And so even within that, like, I still, I know that within just my church, we have pretty different views of, like, how the universe began yeah, like and all that kind of thing the egg yeah the right egg. into the chicken so i'm <laughs> like i just to get even yeah i'm not i don't subscribe specifically to like seven day creation kind of a thing this is yeah. getting more religious uh, than this podcast yeah, has mm-hmm. ever gotten mm-hmm. but i'm also very fine with it and that kind of thing so i'm like yeah. i don't i don't really even care that's see that's not, where I'm, I'm just like live and let live do, do what you want to do <laughs> that's yeah so and i've got much more you know theological reasons for thinking any of this stuff that i'm going to bother talking about on here but like mm. who's to say is the real question um, exactly so there you go. I don't like eggs. So I, my head canon <laughs> is that the chicken came first. <laughs> there you go. Good times. Uh, Long Chris asks least favorite smash DLC character. Uh, okay. Piranha plant. Um, see, there's, there's actually, no, I would say I've played zero of them besides Piranha plant, but I'd say Terry. Um, how dare you? I, I mean, actually, I don't even care. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah. but uh, that's specifically more, more about, accurately, you not, yes. uh, about you not caring about Terry. I don't. That's what I was talking about. Yeah, I don't care. <laughs> like it's yeah. whatever, dude. Yeah, because I don't particularly care about Terry as a character. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't particularly care about any of them except for uh, Banjo as a character. Um, and even he is like, I mean, he's bare. He's cool. You know, yeah. he slams his bird friend face down on the ground. That's great. Rude. Um, but I mean, she seems she fine with it. You know, she, she does seem fine with that. I don't know if that's good or not. She wants to participate. Are you judging her? I don't know. I was judgy. I'm just, I don't want her to be accepting of being in, you know, an abusive, an abusive relationship. relationship <laughs> if that's what it is. So hopefully that's not the case. I can't place any judgments Sounds on the situation. Like shame in the but anyway, uh, <laughs> I think uh, there's, I, <laughs> I think, I think there's a couple of layers of rationale for the answers to this question for me, where it's like true. the most annoying character for me for free is Piranha Plant for mm. free. Definitely, because it's the easiest character to spam with, and that's just, and because of like just you know how approachable it is versus mm-hmm. playing with people locally. Uh, I just run into them a lot because they mm-hmm. work better online than they do offline, and it's just yep. like frustrating. Um, so on that on that end, Piranha Plant. Uh, as far as like characters go, mm-hmm. like like character strength, like who I would prefer to play as and stuff like that, Violet. Violet for free is mm-hmm. what we'll get to that with another. We will indeed. Um, all right, moving on. Questions. Here we go. Let's do it. Lord Commander Grimhane, how do you take your coffee? Not at all. <laughs> Somehow I knew with no <laughs> coffee. <laughs> I take it with milk and none coffee. <laughs> There you go. Um, for with a black cocoa in it with tea. There you go. Uh, I take my in black usually um, because yeah. I okay. Long story short, I didn't start drinking coffee until last uh, no two summers ago or so. When yeah, it was like just real cold in my office, and I wanted to drink, and like tea didn't warm me up, but coffee did, and I was like, I don't want to be drinking. I don't want to be putting like milk and sugar and stuff like that in it. So I'm just gonna figure it out. And I'm just gonna like it black, and then I did, and then it was fine. 
It's called my office because AC's on. Because that's awesome. I feel like that's why most people like stuff like that. Like hundred percent. Like, is you just get over it at some you know, point. Like, You're like, oh yeah, it's like good coffee now. Coffee <laughs> and alcohol and stuff. Beer, like, a lot of yeah. times it's like you start consuming that for either out of necessity, mm-hmm. like I'm tired all the time, dude. I need to wake up. I'm going to drink coffee, and then you you just eventually trick your brain into being like, I like this. That's I mean, that's how I started drinking fizzy water. Was I was over somebody's <laughs> house? They were like, Would you like some water? And I was like, Sure. I was like twelve or something, and they poured me some fizzy water, and I was like. I'm not going to not drink this. So I'm here it goes. I'm about to start liking it. See, and that's, that's another, there you go. that's another reason why, you know, we're the whole like freaking polar opposite thing, but it yeah. works because <laughs> I'm like, I had that first experience where I'm like, I don't like this. And I'm like, I don't like this. And I'm not, you know, like I'll try whatever the yeah. first time. But after that, if I don't like it, sorry about it, dude, yeah. give me like another 15 years. Maybe that's I'll how like I that. feel. Yeah. Like I don't, I'm, drink very little beer, but like there's some beers I'm fine with. And like IPAs, IPAs are just kind of gross to me. And, but I've tried them enough now that I'm like, I could see how I could like this if I tried some more, but if I, I just, tried to like this, I just you know, don't, I'm not going to so, get around to it. That's you know? just like so far from how I go about life. It's I, like, honestly, me I too, like yes. something or I don't, I'm just like, all right, this is great. And I like it. Or it's mm-hmm. like, ah, this isn't, I don't like this. <laughs> and why try to like something that I don't want to like, you know, or that I don't like. Yeah. Which is the thing that I don't want to like. True. Uh, speaking of liking things, uh, his next question is about something we like a whole lot. <laughs> Friendly reminder that since this is the 99th episode. Why didn't you week- remind me before I said anything about what number episode this is? I mean, technically he did because this was written in the past. This is but true. Why didn't you freaking project into my mind that it wasn't um, 98? <laughs> when, yeah, when I was introducing the podcast. Uh, I blame Grimmie. So, friendly reminder that since this is the 99th episode, next week is the 100th, which means Dan, which means yeah. please don't forget to message him because that Already boy did. is always busy. Already did. Did you say anything? I did it. Yep. And he said he's down. And then he said, What time? And I said, This time. And he said, Okay. Nice. So there it is. Yeah. We're good. Unless game theory yeah. throws a wrench, yeah. you know, unless Matt Pat wants to start a directly to you <laughs> competitor. And he's like, I'm going to use everything in my power to take every possible advantage they have in life. So I'm taking Dan and also using my millions upon millions of subscribers to make them even more relevant. He's going to make a podcast called directly with you and then make a whole bunch more with just various prepositions in the place of two directly alongside you directly away from <laughs> directly without you. That one's going to be depressing. Yes. Uh, Mega man said, will AJ now retire due to losing the best smash due to losing to the best smash player in the world? Mega man. 87 himself. Okay. So I was playing smash brothers. Cause I does Mega man play as Mega man. Also, I need to know. Oh, uh, turns <laughs> out, turns out. So I was playing smash brothers with Mega man and uh-huh. also Val and Grim mm-hmm. was in the spectator stand. Nice. Um, and I just got to, well, I just don't feel right playing Pokemon trainer. If I'm playing against people that aren't as good as me or within the <laughs> like, realm of possibility, cause it's yeah. just not fun for anybody. Yeah. So it just got to a point where I was like, all right, who do you want me to play as? Your game? And Grimhane would be like, play as this person. Cause I heard this character is bad. So that should be fair. Um, so like, I think the first time he beat me, I was Byleth. Okay. We'll get to. We'll get to the Uh, but yeah, that makes sense. 
Um, and then the second time he beat me, I think I was Simon. Mm -hmm. Um, and that was the, that was the character, another character that Grim Mm -hmm. was like, well, you're probably not going to be good with this person. (laughs) And then I lost the first match and then I came back and three stocked him with Simon. There's that. (laughs) Uh, and then another one of those that Grim was like, pick this character and it's game and watch and game and watch is toxic dude. So I was like, okay. (laughs) It's like, all right. Um, so I just showed, I showed Mega Man why Mm -hmm. uh, he should never want to fight game and watch because he's a cheap character and they need to take them out of the game. <laughs> um, so yeah, that happened. Uh, but also Mega Man was like, yeah, I don't, I don't really play Smash Brothers. It's weird for me to only like, play it more than once in, in mm-hmm. a week or something like that. So there's that. But also. But he beat you, so he's way, way better than you. That's true. But also the next comment, which is, so sorry, TA says, uh, why specifically is Byleth OP? I'll get my answer someday. Uh, he's been asking this for the past couple days. Yep. And um and this is the day. I, I don't know. I'm not creative. January thirty second. I'm not creative enough to lie to you like that. <laughs> to, to try to describe a reason why the, the worst character in the game. No, it's not worst character in the game. But the worst DLC that we've ever gotten in any Smash Brothers game, which means this one in Smash 4 uh is OP in any way. You really Violet think is, it's that Violet is very that? not good. Mm, interesting. I mean, I heard like, what you said on the Wolf Den as far as like the good against casuals, terrible against high tier, right. sort of. Uh, which I mean, when short. I say yeah, when I say good against casuals, that's any character in the game, man. That's true. <laughs> uh, literally any character. If you know, okay, this is what this character wants to do in a be- in a best case scenario, mm-hmm. and you're fighting somebody that doesn't know that, then oh, you could yeah, just do right. your stuff and they lose. Yeah. But, I guess I mean more like casual versus casual, like right. having stuff like Falcon Punch or um, yeah, or like the the axe thing, mm-hmm. whatever they call that and stuff. Those kinds of things are ones where it's like, whoa, this character's so strong because yeah, it can because do something that, that punishes people, things, and you're going right. to put yourself in situations that get people get see punished. stuff like, oh, he's charging a smash attack. If that hits me, I'm going to like, or, or whatever. Right? Yeah. I'm going to hold my shield. That's mm-hmm. the solution. <laughs> uh, and then your shield gets broken. Uh-huh. So in that regard, I guess Byleth's OP, but I don't mm-hmm. even know if Byleth is fast enough for that to even be a thing. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's just like, I can tell you why Byleth is underpowered <laughs> and it's entirely because Byleth is very slow and mm-hmm. all the moves are obvious. Yep. Um, so like even the kill options that you have, it's like, Oh, they're charging an arrow, a better mm-hmm. block. Oh, they already charged. They're up into the next thing, a better spot dodge or a better drop shield and mm-hmm. jump, you know, like, mm-hmm. Oh, they're pressing down B. I I better grab them. You know, like everything that they do is so slow that you can just look at the animation and be like, well, I need to do X and then I'm, mm-hmm. I'm get away scot-free. Specifically, Pokemon Trainer destroys Byleth. <laughs> like, it is so free. Like, the only time that it's even a little mm-hmm. bit threatening is when your Charizard. Because yeah. Byleth... Slow and slow. Not slow and slow, but slow and gigantic. Right. So, like, even if I try to run away, I'm mm-hmm. so big that I'm yeah. probably going to get it anyway. <laughs> True. Um, so... That's, that's really the only like, mm-hmm. advantage that Byleth has in that uh, Let me tell you, though, why Byleth is OP. It's because there's this series called Fire Emblem. And uh, uh, there's uh, a lot of characters. And with more characters of origin. Yeah. There's a lot of characters that they join forces together. And, re- you know, it's like, um, like tag team stuff where because there's so many of them, each one of them gets power buffs for reasons so sports that's why 
moving on. Sure. <laughs> it's just like, so yeah, Byleth not great. That. <laughs> I haven't played uh, Byleth. I guess Byleth I might is try fun, tonight to be but Byleth is not good. I, which, I mean, in my opinion, yeah. Like that's I, yeah, I agree. I completely agree. You know? I wouldn't tell people not to buy Violet. I wouldn't yeah. say that. I would say like if you like Smash Brothers or you like playing mm-hmm. it in any regard, other than like if the only reason why you buy DLC characters is because you want to become the next MK Leo and the right. character you're playing with is not clicking for you, mm-hmm. don't buy Violet. <laughs> but if you're literally anybody else else, Violet is fun to play. Yeah, and so there you go. They at least got that going for them. But indeed. Yeah. Unless, yep. unless you're playing against somebody significantly better than you, and they mm-hmm. don't, they they just don't oh yeah, let up, dude. Because like there's times where, again, like I'm playing against people that are worse than me, mm-hmm. but I'll handicap myself because it's just mm-hmm. not fun <laughs> to like go like all out on somebody that's not good. So I'll do stuff that's like, oh, I'll play characters uh-huh. I spent three minutes playing in one Smash Brothers game two installments ago. Yeah. Um. Speaking of character, speaking of playing people that are way better than you, though, John Francis asked on Twitter, on Twitter, AJ versus Parker, Smash Bros. winner? It's, here's the thing, guys. Mm-hmm. We, all, we all know that I would win just, like, a lot. Uh-huh. And AJ, uh, he's that's asked Parker, off air a lot. Why. He said, hey, I know we're going to talk a lot of smack, <laughs> but, like, we're not going to do this. We're, I don't want to be embarrassed like that. I've set my standards where I am in this whole... <laughs> you know, uh, hierarchy and things. And like, I just don't want people to know. So, um, but now you all know, don't tell anyone obviously, but, um, yeah, that's what Parker's doing when he doesn't play any games with me. He's doing what I said about (laughs) handicapping himself. Cause like, he's just so good that he, there is no character that he doesn't know how to play. Oh, exactly. Yeah. I, I just couldn't turn it off. I go into a trance and just like, you know, I mean, you wouldn't even understand the I kinds try. of things that I'm doing. <laughs> I'm just, in, I'm just in that trance, going crazy. I don't even know what that was. <laughs> that was your trance. That's it was. You, oh, you didn't know so that that's how you talk when you when you're like in the zone, dude. Um, so hopefully, hopefully that answers your question, John Francis. Um, and you're not too intimidated now right. by by all this uh and last but not least fun one to end on that i don't know if we're going to be able to live up to the expectations of this question (laughs) but whatever make a really crazy prediction in regards to a new game that nintendo could make go really crazy like something so far out of left field that only nintendo would try it just because you know nintendo's crazy okay um so picture this it's a freaking um real time strategy farming simulator starring master hand from super smash brothers um and you mm-hmm. you, you freaking plant pikmin into the ground mm-hmm. and you once they grow into full grown pikmin you breed them because <laughs> somehow they grow from the ground and also have babies True. and then that's how you upgrade them that's how they evolve right so mm-hmm. they grow out of the ground and then they have babies and that makes a better version of the pikmin Oh, you're so right. And the tricky thing about it is it's at 300 times real life speed. Yes. So like gra- blades of grass growing, it's not like, you know, watching the grass grow isn't just like a slow activity. Like, yeah, like if you, about don't, real life. if you it's don't like, cut this grass, you're not going to be able to see the game. Like that's yeah. how fast, like you had to yeah. immediately at all times throughout this entire game, you yeah. got to have your other crazy hand. Mm-hmm. You got to cut the grass the whole time that you do literally anything. Also, like it, it keeps going. It's like, you know, some of those other games that are still going offline and stuff like that. Uh-huh. Um, 
So, I mean, if, like if, if you, you stop playing, stop playing this game, yeah. If you turn the game off, you, you just take it back to the story. The only way to do you're it never is going to be able to cut the rest of this grass. Yeah, so. the game it's called uh, it's called Grass Gone Wild, <laughs> uh, hand, Hands of Fury, and it's it's only going to be a Twitch plays game because that's mm-hmm. the only way that it's going to happen. But yeah. instead, it's just going to be Crazy Hand just doing this because like everybody's given different. Yeah, different Crazy Hand is going to be like smacking stuff in the grass. <laughs> This would be the worst experience of any lifetime. Yeah, but it'll be good because Nintendo made it. I mean, duh, sixty dollars for was, life. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. And there you go. There you have it. Right. Grass gone wilds with coming to a place near you. Gonna be announced in the January sixtieth Nintendo. <laughs> I like how it gets further every time. <laughs> But that's it, guys. You asked some questions. You commented some comments. You newsed some news, and so did we. Mm-hmm. Stick yeah. around. Be sure to do all the good things. Um, if you listened this far on the podcast, what what question do you want them to answer in the comments, AJ? Um, how often do you cut your grass? Yeah. Do you do you plan? Is your sole purpose in life to solely cut your grass mm. when local YouTuber? Is recording their video. <laughs> uh, somebody's your next door neighbor, so yes. <laughs> uh-huh. Right. Yep. Also, robots versus unicorns. Let us know your thoughts. Robot unicorns, though. What about those? Do they? Whose camp are they in? That's for them to know and us to find out. AJ, what a privilege we get to have. Okay. With that, we're out. See you guys later. Goodbye.